0: yes good evening glory hallelujah to you what the heck's your story and what's going through you this is the glorified version of a bassin talk show and i'm your host pat remwick give it up for yourself bassin galaxy catch heck yeah that's right we're back we're back after a little hiatus i was in west Wisconsin. For the lacrosse deal. And I'll bloat it on cheese curds. But it was well worth it. And uh, congratulations to Brian Schmidt on his victory. Yes. Bassmaster Elite Series champ. Congratulations, Brian Schmidt. Congratulations, Brian. Brian's coming on in a couple weeks. Not uh, next week, but the following week, Gingy. And, uh, yeah, I'm excited. I'm excited to be back. Are you excited to be back, Andrew Ellenberger? Ginger Ninja? Yes! Yeah, bud. I could tell! Boom! You tripped over the stairs! I did, sorry. On the way up there. Didn't mean that. That was awesome. What's up, Bass Galaxy? Dude, it was amazing. You should have seen, you should have seen Schmidt when uh, when he he won the deal, dude. Like it was it was an amazing way. And the the it was so exciting. Bar to the classic. Like yeah. that suspense. At the end. I loved it. it. Close, I'm sorry. I'm going on and on. Close to man. It was awesome. Yeah, it was really good. And I also want to say um, amazing season, Chris Johnston. Amazing season, bud. Big Johnston Brothers uh, fans at this camp. An amazing season to that boy right there. Two, uh, two Aaron Martins places in a row. You yeah. know what I mean? That's, Those are called Aaron's. In, bass in history, but doing really good. But uh, speaking um, of uh, champions, you know who we got tonight? Your Lake Oahu champion, Austin Felix, is tonight. Yes. Yes. We're going to have a good time with Austin. He's sleepy. <laughs> yes. oh, yeah, I hear he's sleepy. But we're going to try and wake him up, Ging. It will liven them up, you know what I mean? Rapid fire stuff. Bang, bang. Let's keep them boom, boom, boom. Uh, bang, 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 bang. bang. <laughs> you know what I mean? Kind of like that. Exactly. Hey, chat along on the uh, chat board with Rockin' Shoal Fantasy, J.R. Ewing, he's there. He's uh, taking your questions from the Bass Galaxy, your questions and comments for uh, Austin. And, and we got some special hooligans joining. Austin Felix tonight. He doesn't even know who they are, Ginge. Uh, really? Yeah. Yeah. They're uh, they're hooligans. This is like tonight's show cameos. They're coming in swinging. You know what I mean? Like Rodney Dangerfield <gasps> drunk AF stuff. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Just sliding through. Sliding through. Split, uh, yeah. Hey, congratulations Brandon Palinick. Wow. wow, dude. Wow. Holy shnikes. Amazing stuff, though. Numero dos, as they say in Ireland. Two-time A.O.Y. That guy got the chill with the uh, with the golden child. It was it was a great time. And congratulations to Tiff and the baby and Vandy too. Congratulations, the whole Palinuk tribe. Hey, you know who else is awesome? Jay Shakura. Congratulations on his R.O.Y. We're just rolling them out, James. We're rolling them out. Rookie of the year, <laughs> heck yeah! And uh, I want to, sh- I want to shout out uh, the whole town of La Crosse um, for welcoming uh, myself in the- in the warm words about the straight cast show and fighter was like hey bud you want to go to a cool party and i was like duh like ask me four times lfg so we're at these like it's a river rat party you're gonna love it you'll fit right in i'm like all right dude i didn't know where we were going it's uh jeremiah shaver's party yeah. remember? you remember jeremiah shout out to uh to jeremiah in the uh, wisconsin bass nation and all the cool people i encountered there heck yeah metal red wine Elite series rookie red wine, too, man. He wasn't drinking red wine. No? No. You think he would have been. He's drinking grape Kool-Aid. <laughs> anyway, yeah, it was a good time at there. Shout out. James, I got lots of business. Let's We've been gone it. for a week, but I'm going to yabble-jabble right. for a minute here. Hey, um, OmniaFishing.com. They got a deal going on. It's the last night. The last night. Sign up. Uh, you have a chance to win a shopping spree with uh, Seth uh, Bartholomew Giuseppe Fighter. Uh, at Omnia, not just you, but you and a budski, and they're gonna load you up with like Dio stuff and Sims gear and all kinds of cool stuff. That a bunch of Seth sponsors, they're gonna load you up, and you get to shop. I don't know, just like 10k, 10k, 10k. 10K. Each, That's each. insane. If you don't sign up, you're a dum dum. Plain and simple. I don't know why you wouldn't chance to go shopping with Seth Fighter, and um, you might even end up burning some darts in the parking lot. Who knows? But <laughs> Seth Fighter and Omnia fishing. Go shopping with both those cats. All right, that's cool. We got that going. Hey, ginch, half a officialcom All right. Another thing. Here's an easy deal. Sign up online derbs. Win it. Get a chance to go fishing anywhere in the world. In the continental world. Is that a thing? Yeah. The Bass Galaxy. that bet you choose with us at Stray cast. It, that's it's that's real. Win some online derbs, boat, kayak, uh, bank. bank The whole deal Anything. North, south Just go fishing Yeah, go, win them Come fishing with us Pick where you want to go I want to go to a cool place you literally already You know? Fishing. I don't know We're going to trespass somewhere I promise Let's do it Somewhere foreign country <laughs> Strange land Half a spot official And half a spot.com on the uh On the deal Download the app today Moving right along Z- Ginge Ginge Yeah I called you Zinj. Yeah. You know why I called you Zinj? I don't know I was combining words Because I'm hurrying and I was combining Xenon and Ninja, yeah. okay? <laughs> I've had a chance now to try all four Xenons, all four Abu Garcia Xenons, bud. Yeah. And they are smoking. It's the, unreal. Yeah, the XLT, the MGX, and the X, um, and the Spin Reel. I mean, I admit it. I'm sorry. I used it a couple times. I did. <laughs> Caught fish on it. On a hair jig. Or no, Ned Rig. Ned, Ned Rig. I took the hair thing off. I'm a Lex. Both my spin pole fish this year have been on Malax. You know that, Jin? <laughs> once, the once yeah, time you used. What them. a coincidence! I didn't even catch them on a spin pole at St. Clair. <laughs> but anyway, uh, check it out, Jim. I, jeez, Jim, I've been super impulsive lately, yeah. like super shocking impulsive behavior, and it's <laughs> all because of impulse lithium. And, I, and I'm going to be honest, this is like my first year on the total um, lithium experience, and if you haven't tried. Lithium batteries. Like I know, I might sound like people are like, "Yeah, I've been on that," but it doesn't matter. I don't think what brand you may choose. We're we're in pulse here, but man, what a difference that makes! Wow, technology and science are so cool. It's something amazingly cool. Hey, uh, you know who else is cool? Ginch like our bud. He's a uh, he's. A, are, is he around? Oh, is it is it is it time for that? Or can we do that? No, you had one more. Oh, I do. That is right. Thank you so much for you, TCB. Bud. You're like TCB, Bachman, Turner, Overdrive, you, and Elvis, and the Ginger Ninja. Got one. All in one handy package. Um, Ginch, let's say hi to our moms first. Okay. Hi, Mom. Hi, Mom. Yeah. It was mine's birthday yesterday. So. Was it happy birthday to mm-hmm. Ginger's mom? Yep. That's awesome. My mom's birthday was in March, so happy okay. birthday to my mom. I might have missed that. All the moms out there. Yeah. happy. With- Love your mom. You know what I mean? I know uh, a guy that's, uh, holy shnikes. Ladies and gentlemen. Oh, you still got one more. Oh, I do. Yeah, I didn't get to it. Oh, yeah. You know what I've been? You know what I've been squirting a lot, Jinch. I, I don't know. <laughs> Line uh, and lure. There you go. Yeah, everywhere. I, I mean, it even works on the shower for keeping mildew off. I'll bet Luke Foley doesn't know that. No. You know, David Lee Roth does though. You know what I'm saying? Diamond Dave does, and the whole in the whole Van Halen bunch, Ginge. Oh, (laughs) That's what I'm saying He's not taking his whiskey home This man's outside the restaurant right now He stepped outside He's dressed to impress Yeah, he is dressed to impress with a brand new haircut And oh my gosh Look at that And look at Veronica Vaughn over there How are you doing? Look at you too Courtney and Luke Foley The Whiskey Gypsy With the Tin Cup Whiskey Word of the Week Welcome back Going on. holy shnikes you look good court Thanks.
1: you always look Played good and, <laughs> and i did get a i get i did get a haircut pat so thank you for noticing
0: i could tell you're uh you're very high and tight right now thank you yes thank you and i don't mean on the whiskeys i mean the haircut you know yeah. what I'm, you know what i'm saying so how you guys been we missed you uh, yeah, I missed seeing you too. How you been? I've been I've been real good, and um, your well, your hair looks great. I saw thank you adjust. You. No, you I was talking to Courtney this time. Oh,
1: thank
0: yeah. You. I thank saw her adjusting in the. Uh, I, I always. In the zoom, yeah. in the zoom time thing, is what she was doing. But yeah, yeah, yours looks good too, folks. do you? Where are you guys at? We're at
1: Provision here at the Bottle Works Hotel and Iron Works. Uh, I'm sorry. Yeah, Same Bottleworks here. is another place. All, and, some, uh, you're always
0: working. That's what the point of this is. Yeah,
1: yeah, and 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 the the Wu Tang clan and Nas are staying here tonight.
0: Oh, yeah. It's that kind yes. of party with old so I'm,
1: I'm gonna hang out and see if I can go drink. May drink. I
0: suggest that you send uh Courtney to approach them for uh, to party instead oh, of me? you going up to them? <laughs> yeah. No, send Courtney up there. You know what I mean? Oh she's okay. got a way better shot than you, a party with oh, Wu Tang clan you know, and Nas.
1: Not a bad yeah. I, that's probably a better idea. And
0: then I want you to FaceTime me. You got that? Okay. FaceTime me when you are with Wu Tang Clan and not okay. tonight. tonight. Okay. That kind of party, no, we, Court. We, I'm counting on you.
1: Okay.
0: Use okay. your lady we're, powers. Getting
1: we're off of this bus, like, we've got to like all smoke out, like this.
0: Bus. Oh heck yeah, it's gonna be a crazy rap party. Are you packing? It's him? gonna be crazy. Are you it's packing? You might. It might get wild. If shots are fired, no, are you I packing? Don't. Okay. It's a, Courtney yeah, is We're yeah. good. We're good. Courtney,
1: Courtney has a gun. <laughs> I, she has three. I don't have
0: one. She's got like three on yeah. her and a knife. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> You're totally safe, bud. Yeah.
1: She's always carrying one. She's got that, like a that's machete. That's not in her. even
0: a joke. She's got a machete holster. Uh, in her. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Pulls it out.
1: Hey. hey I'm a woman. I got
0: to stay safe. Yeah. yeah. Hey, I, I, I like your style. I don't know what else to say, Court. I like your style. Yeah. Hey, uh, Tin Cup Whiskey is the official uh, brown liquor of bass fishing, as evident uh, by all the kind words said by the Bass Galaxy at the uh, Bass Nation Elite event in Lacrosse, man. I heard a lot of good stuff about uh, Luke and Courtney and the whole, uh, the whole Tin Cup Whiskey thing. It was nice to hear, Luke, for real. Give it up for, for Luke Foley and uh, Tin Cup Whiskey.
1: Yes. I'm just a humble liquor salesman.
0: Well, you're doing a damn good job. Selling like, the licky-licky. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah, and the boys made the classic. Yeah. Matt got seventh.
0: Amazing Seth's job. Going. Yeah, Matt, he did real yeah, good. Matt Seth. had the
1: best year he ever had. And yeah, it was good. It was yeah. good.
0: Seth, Seth salvaged, and he's ready to fight. He's ready yeah. to freaking rip, bro. Yeah. You know what I yeah, mean? He is. Hey, 10-cup whiskey. Word of the week, every week here on StrayCast, we have an official tin cup word, and when you hear this word, we ask that you take a, a sip of your favorite beverage, whether it be uh, ice cold Coca-Cola, a uh, delicious uh, warm coffee, or, of course, tin cup mountain mm-hmm. whiskey, the official brown liquor of bass fishing. And tonight, Luke Foley, what is the, uh, what's the word, bud? What's the bird, bird, bird's bird, bird word? Oh geez. Because
1: of are guests well, tonight, I think we gotta go with uh you gotta go with the sleepy assassin or maybe pajamas.
0: Pajamas. Do them both. Drink a Pajamas, them both. a sleepy assassin. Yeah. What if I say wide awake assassin?
1: That's fine. Does anything just, assassin. Just drink. Yeah.
0: Drink. Blue tangs in town, man. <laughs> yeah. Blue tangs in town. Just drink. Yes. But drink responsibly, drink. right, Foles? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uber. Yeah. That's what yeah. we're doing. Get it. Get it. Oh. That was, that was 50 cent. That's close. Yeah. You got to get your reference uh, right, That was Pat. good, though. That's close, though. I mean, we that was on the spot. That was on the spot. Yeah. That was good. It's that kind of party tonight. We got Austin Felix, bud.
1: Yeah, we do. Yeah, man. And, yeah, a, we do.
0: and a sword. Hey, be- hey, Pat. Hey, Let me tell you pulse. something real quick. Yeah, please do. So
1: anytime I beach the boat, get the truck, pull it out, Cordy always says, put the power pulse down.
0: I love right. that. I love that. I went that. fishing
1: by myself. I didn't put the power poles down. What? Because I've done this a million times. I fished this little river up in Fort Wayne. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Didn't put them down. Guess what? When I backed her up, boat floated. Ha! Huh. And I had to go swimming. And and I had to swim for a while. I swam the boat on the trailer because I didn't put the power poles down.
0: This has been an unsolicited endorsement of Power Pole products by <laughs> Luke Foley.
1: So let's put Absolutely. the Power poles okay. down. Yes. Wu-Tang and Nas are in town. Put them down. Let's go.
0: That's what I'm saying. Like and share this right. live Facebook feed as well. You got a chance to win. You didn't know this yet, folks, but you're giving away liquor. You're giving away a They're whiskey wonderful. pack. Uh, we're also, change. Uh, what else are we giving away? Line and Lure. We're giving away a Line and Lure pack tonight. And Austin Felix doesn't know, but he's uh, giving away a, uh, a fun satchel tonight wonderful a harry potter satchel magic satchel or something like that so three chances uh like and share the live facebook feed you get a chance to win stuff at the end of this show live tonight and it's gonna be a dang good time with that being said hey court what should we do right now put the power
1: poles
0: down. yeah we're gonna put the power poles down for pleasure don't go anywhere i'll never
1: not put them down again
0: <laughs> this is the glorified version of a bass and talk show i'm pat renwick that's Luke Foley. That's Courtney. And Andrew Ellenberger, the Ginger Ninja. We're coming back with Austin Felix. Peace. Don't go anywhere.
2: This is the mountain. And this is Mountain Whiskey. Unspoiled. Untamed. Forever wild. There's no safety net. No way down. Up here, it's just man and the mountain and his tin cup. Tin cup whiskey. Mountain whiskey. Want to know the difference between power bait and other soft plastics? Ask the fish.
1: Berkeley scientists have thousands of flavors tested on thousands
0: of fish natural man-made every bait that's ever hit the water no matter the shape size or color power bait
2: is the only one that has scientifically proven fish bite and will
1: not let go
2: the th marine hydrowave h2 kvd edition is a surefire way to ignite a feeding frenzy
0: The Hydrowave utilizes a sound-emitting technology that imitates bait fish and other feeding fish below the surface that preys on the competitive nature of bass and other game fish to get you more bites. The Hydrowave is another way that TH Marine has you covered from transom to trolling motor. All right, here we go. Welcome back. This is the glorified version of a bass fishing talk show. Please no make no mistakes about it. Uh, I'm your host Pat Renwick, and uh, we're bringing to you a champion, a Bassmaster Elite Series champion holder of Old Blue. In fact, there's Old Blue right now. Give it up for Austin Felix. Yes, there he is, Bass Galaxy. Yeah, bud, what's going on?
3: Well, you know, just relaxing. Finally got a couple days off.
0: There you go. Chilling out, maxing, relaxing all cool with the blue trophy outside of the uh, wherever. You know what I mean? You're doing all right. Mm -hmm. You're a champion, Austin. How does that sound? Bassmaster Elite (laughs) Series Champion. I freaking love it. It's crazy, right? Yeah, it's mind-boggling. Yeah, dude, are you feeling all wild right now? Like, are you like, holy cow, or has it sunk in? You know, what's going on? Kinda. I mean, I spent
3: like the last twelve hours just kind of staring at it. But we had <laughs> two events in a row, and so it kinda—I want to say—almost got pushed to the side for a little while. And
0: well, you, you had not... a job to do. You had to go right back to work. I mean, then you—you know—that's—that's that's the the fact of the matter so it's there was really no time for sinking and I imagine that car ride you had some contemplating (laughs) going on
3: right oh yeah we ended up leaving the same evening we won from Oahe and drove back to the house which is six and a half seven hours so after four long days of fishing taking a six and a half seven hour drive back getting home at one in the morning I don't know if I could have done it Without the trophy sitting next to me, keeping me up.
0: <laughs> with, its, with its magic powers, of course. Oh, yeah. The magic Whispering powers. To me. Yes, of old blue by your side, riding shotgun. The rumble seat with Austin mm-hmm. Felix. Not bad, dude. It's been a long train, right? I mean, all right, like, let's go back a minute. Let's, let's talk about you and, and your journey a little bit. Um, <gasps> I mean, you came out swinging. When you started your opens career, I think fourteen, like, is when I first d- saw you came on the scene. But fifteen is when you really hit it hard, and like your first couple derbs, you were cashing checks in the opens. I think one was over in uh, in, in Syracuse, and then the other one, I don't remember where the, where the other one was. What was the Potomac yeah, James or, River? James River. I knew it was one of them rivers. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Man, uh, I mean, but you came out cashing and. And you must have been like, ah, hey, this is kind of easy. But then you hit like a little, boom. And it, <laughs> <laughs> and, it, and it started to be a grind, didn't it? It was kind of a grind there on that opens deal. And 16, you're into FLW um, grinding there, you know, first mm-hmm. year grinding. You, 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 had, uh, you had one, I remember you had one good finish. I remember seeing you on TV uh, that first year of FLW. Champlain, Champlain. That's right. I'm kind of rain manish. I'm sorry, <laughs> Austin. I, I like just spew out bass and facts. But man, I mean, I'm just I'm thinking in my brain when we first started to see Austin Felix on the scene. You know, I mean, mm-hmm. and of course you're a member of the Minnesota Mafia, so you have you have that you have that uh, that blood in you. You know, oh, yeah. that wolf definitely the wolfric blood. So you know no. <laughs> cut your teeth on Minnetonka yeah, yeah, there you go, man i mean, and uh it, a lot of good fishermen, a lot of mallets come from your neck of the woods, so it uh it's uh you had you had your your, your place cut out for you, but anyway i mean you 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 kind of you grinded it out and grinded and you were fishing f l w took a year off the opens, and then in nineteen uh you qualified for the elites i mean you did it you jumped over yeah. you fished a cup over at hamilton i remember seeing you over there and then uh boom next thing uh we see you uh over at the elites and you seemed for for a sleepy kind of like um a sleepy grumpy guy you're not grumpy but you like just uh, you know i i don't know man you just like I'm like, man, he seems happier now. (laughs) That's all I'm trying to get at. We saw more smiles. Adi, and it seemed like you fit in and and found your place over there at the elites. And not only did you win Rookie of the Year, you almost won AOY, bud. I mean, yeah, we were close. Go with one tournament left, anyways. Yeah, I mean, but dude, you can't, I mean, that's quite an impressive first season and you had to feel quite at home you you had to feel had you felt like you found your place now is that a good way to put it
3: oh definitely like i felt like right at home as soon as i got to the elite series they kind of welcomed me in there people tell me that that i was where i was supposed to be both people working at bass and other anglers that i was fishing against and it was just a really fortunate deal that I qualified when I did, with all the other shenanigans going on <laughs> yeah. at the
0: time. Yeah, man. And uh, you came in there to a bass, had a good time, and uh, you got to uh, build on on your personality as well. And the the fans of the Bass Galaxy and Bass Nation began to appreciate you, Austin Felix. <laughs> and I th- I thought it was a pretty cool thing, man. You know, you. Oh yeah. Yeah, you, I enjoy your sense of humor. I told you that last time you were on the show. So <laughs> I, I enjoy that about you. What are you sipping on right now? Uh, whiskey Old Fashioned. Oh, okay. You're very sophisticated, aren't you? I see that. Still got pajama pants on. I like it. It's a pajama party. We're going to have Foley send you over some tin cup. For, All right. For you send and, me a case. Yeah. For you and your gal. All right, Mm -hmm. right. you guys are going to... Okay, send me a case, he says. Spoken like a true champion. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, want to remind everybody, like and share the live Facebook feed. You got a chance to win some tin cup whiskey, some line and lure uh, spray, and you don't know this, Austin, but you're giving away something too. So, Uh. yeah, you got to give away something from your uh, personal collection, whether it's a dirty sock, uh, a bag of plastic worms, or um, a lawn tool. Whatever you want to do. Okay. Like anything. A remote control with no batteries from an old TV. Anything you want to send to a lucky... I one. mean,
3: the Elite Series season's over, so maybe I'll send somebody a uh, signed jersey from this year. Wow!
0: Holy shnikes, dude. That Give it up right now. That's <laughs> the cool, one of the coolest deals we've ever seen as a giveaway on this show. Get this. Like and share the live Facebook feed. Tonight. You get a chance to win an Austin Felix signed jersey. Wow, dude, that is so gotta, freaking cool, bud! Unreal. You gotta tell me who to send it to. Though. Yeah, yeah, all that'll be taken. That's the really generous of you, by the way. <laughs> Serious, thank you so much, man. That's uh, that's pretty pretty cool, man. Um, you uh, let's, Jin, do you wanna get. Are you ready to go into the deal over here? I, I think we should. You've done a lot of these shows already, right? Since your win or was it kind of like on the run already? Have you done a bunch no, of interviews?
3: Really? Uh, not really. I did a couple like quick recordings, but this is the first real podcast. I, okay. I, uh, Pangrak called me while I was driving to lacrosse, but I was like, dude, I've been up forever. I need to catch up on as much sleep as possible. So I'll have to postpone a little while so you are the inaugural podcast on my dude. what man. wind tour
0: yeah I, I like it the austin felix wind tour stop one straight ass mm-hmm. i love it dude i love it yeah and thanks for the cool giveaway to you to your uh your peeps man i mean yeah. you're a gosh dang champion and that trophy is very uh impressive you know it's really I mean. heavy is it really? Did you get a little nervous at, when you were starting to lift it at first, like Taku did? Takuna? Yeah,
3: uh, I didn't. I ended up putting it on a scale just because I wanted to see how much it actually weighs, and it weighs over twenty-four pounds. Oh wow! It's yeah, pretty sturdy.
0: Yeah, so that's like more actually more than uh, boat flipping a world record bass.
3: Yeah, that's more than
0: I caught day two of Hawaii. <laughs> <laughs> It is, it, it, it sure is, man Hey, you want to speak in a, uh, m- more than you've caught You're not going to believe this Like, get this Ginge, you want to do some, si- let's do science and, uh, and mathematician stuff first Before we get into Hawaii. Because I got to tell, tell Austin this This is pretty nuts Now get this You're doing good and you just won a, a derb So it helped, your, it helped your bank account and your Bassin bank account pretty good And uh, now get this You may or may not know this Austin Felix, but so far in uh, your bass career, you have won three hundred and ninety-five thousand two hundred and eighty-six bucks. Now that's just a couple years, yeah. so that's solid. pretty so- yeah, exactly <laughs> pretty solid. Now you have caught with well, Ginge. What is how many pounds has he caught? Do you know you got that? Yeah. Oh, I got it here. One thousand six hundred and fifty-three pounds of bass. That's a lot. 1,653 pounds of bass. All right? So, Ginge, if we're going to calculate this, and we're going to tell you, Austin and Felix, per pound, each bass that you catch is worth... You're not going to believe this. You ready? Each, yeah. Hit, it, hit, hit us, Ginge. $238.98. $238.98 a pound. So, four pounds... Yeah.
3: Four like pounders filet is like
0: bass.
3: What? What's that, bud? It's like filet mignon
0: bass. Yeah, like, that's like a a four pounders like a like a band. You know what I mean? That's mm-hmm. like a G. Oh, twelve hundred. I'm a bad mather. Yikes! It's over a band. It's a band and a quarter. <laughs> uh, think about that when you're playing them at the boat. You know, and getting all it's wild. Funny. I saw that one video where you were like hand stringing them. You're in at that we had on the on the insta. Zona goes, oh my. <laughs> hey, unfortunately people
3: say that a lot, especially Zona when they see me on live.
0: <laughs> You're so excited. Not uh, always graceful. <laughs> oh my <laughs> uh, dude, it's awesome. And here you sit as a Bassmaster Elite Series champ. And let's talk about your your victory at Oahi. It's like a Hawaiian thing. In South Dakota, isn't that weird? I never thought about it like that. Yeah, I guess it's like sounds Hawaiian. It does. Yeah, like Maddie Wong should have won Wong automatically. Is... You know what I mean? No, I still should have won. Well, I know. I mean, now <laughs> I know. I mean, it's written in the book of proper bass, and now they reveal yeah. each page as each, each. Uh, but I
3: see where you're coming. Really... Maybe Maddie Wong could tell us what a wah,
0: a A, a he means. Yeah. It means wakawu nahi, wakalana hana ho hashi nana. Did you know that? Take a sip to that, buddy. And don't say that ten times fast. You'll end up in jail. You know what Is I mean? that the word of the day? Yeah. No, word of the day is uh, anything to do with you. So we're getting oh, every, that's going to be we're, yeah, we're getting people sauced, bud. We're getting them all sauced up. <laughs> uh, all right, let's let's play ball here. Let's let's get into this. Uh, let's get into this. Uh, hawaii deal here now you you smashed them in pre-practice I, I know you did i know you smashed the snot out of them bro you were like john bonham from Led up i mean you, it, tell me about the pre-practice bro the trip yeah man last year me
3: and uh brian schmidt drove up there for four days just because they were fortunate enough that the schedule came out and nobody had been there and it, we still had the opportunity to go the exact same time the tournament was going to be and when we got there it was bananas like fishing was phenomenal uh yeah (laughs) the two days that i spent on like the section of lake that i actually fished in the tournament i caught over 25 pounds both days and the biggest fish i caught that week was six four but like everything was four to four and a half just nuts
0: right like insane it
3: was was insane and they were the dumbest fish on the planet you'd catch one and 20 of them would follow it and sit under the boat and you could catch all 20 of them
0: if you wanted to (laughs) that's crazy yeah i mean like you were excited super excited for this this tournament
3: oh yeah it wasn't even just because i thought i could win like i thought this was going to be like mind-blowing for everybody to watch on live just because the fishing was so incredible and we got there for practice and realized that it wasn't going to be that easy anymore. <laughs> Where'd they go? I don't know. I, I've had that conversation with a couple of people. I think it was a combination of the lake was another four or five foot lower. So a lot of the structure that they were sitting on out in that like 25 plus foot range was a little shallower than they wanted to be on. Gotcha. Plus, I think a lot it caused a lot of the bait to move further down lake faster and you could run way down the lake and catch a lot of fish where all the bait was but the size of the fish just wasn't the same as what was in the middle section where i was fishing so the fish not in that middle section not having all that bait they, they weren't as fat and they weren't as aggressive it seemed like
0: gotcha so we like you were kind of freaking out when you finally got... How many people did... Let me back up a minute. How many people were pre-fishing or do you know of that actually went to Oahi to pre-fish from the elites?
3: Quite a few. Like I saw Seth and Maddie Robertson while I was there. I saw uh, Tyler Ravette and uh, I think Hank Cherry and uh, a couple other guys. But yep. I think a lot of people managed to get out there.
0: Now, I know Seth and Matt smashed them. Did did, did everybody smash them that went there for pre fishing? I think so. Okay. It was it was pretty <laughs> stupid. Easy, <you> know. <laughs> a lot of dumb fish. <laughs> but then I mean, okay, you're trying to figure out where they went. Everybody's got their theories. Da da da. But the bottom line is um you got there and tell us about your practicing. I mean, you got into it, you found out the fish weren't doing what you thought they were going to do. What did you do? What's the step?
3: Uh, I mean, I ran a lot of the same dots that I had from pre-practice and realized that they weren't really on the same structure. But if I just shifted out further towards the main channel, that there were still some fish in the same areas. They just moved out further and basically... The whole lake, it almost like there's a shelf that breaks off into the main river channel where it goes. Sometimes it breaks off at 30, other times at 40 or 50, but then it'll go down to like 80, 90 feet of water. And
0: That's crazy. I think a
3: lot of the fish were just sitting on that lip or within a cast of that lip, kind of swimming around. That's kind of their feeding zone. And I think a lot of them were spending a lot of time out there suspended over the main channel when they weren't feeding and so I just kept running up and down that main channel lip trying to find whatever little pieces of structure I can or whatever groups of fish I could
0: yeah man and I mean the fact that you like it was kind of like finding fish needle in a haystack style it's like flipping a giant mat or a huge milfoil (laughs) field or you know what I mean it's it's crazy man like what you guys were doing there at Hawaii
3: yeah you just had to keep moving because the fish were always moving like i realized really quick a lot of the groups of fish it seemed like they never stopped swimming like i just assumed that whatever i got a bite on that same little group of fish was probably a mile down the lake within an hour um there were only two areas i had where it seemed like the fish would set up on like a, a piece of structure and stay there and that's where you catch them on the Carolina rig and stuff. But other than that, you just kept rotating and you never got really discouraged because with that in mind, knowing that they're always swimming, even if you're the fourth, fifth, sixth guy to like go across a point or something, you're realizing that you just have to collide with them and they might be swimming by at any given moment. So you're not really fishing
0: behind people like you think you would. Right. Yeah. Because of that constant motion. The uh, Palinic told us a long time ago on this show. Maybe the first season, remember, Jinch? He said, uh, smallmouth love to play hide-and-go-F yourself. what <laughs> <laughs> And he's so right, man. He's, he's so right. You, uh, I heard you say that you feel that you have an advantage over most anglers uh, in the elite field in uh, smallmouth bass and yeah. and yeah. I mean, I, I would agree with that as well. Tell me why. Tell me in your words why that is.
3: I, I grew up doing it and I spend a ton of time, and it's my favorite thing to do. So, whenever I have free time, that's kind of what I
0: tend to focus on. It's what's the allure? Like, why? What's the allure of the the smallmouth over the bucket hits? Like, what is it?
3: I don't know. Like, we grew up fishing Minnetonka and stuff, too. So, I always loved flipping milfoil and everything for yeah. largemouth, but. It seems like that's kind of gone away because so many lakes are getting sprayed to death now that there isn't that beautiful lush milfoil anymore at least around here and i don't know i just like smallmouth fishing from pre-spawn all the way through the year it seems like they're more aggressive they're sight feeders i like the techniques that i use to do it and i like hunting them down with active
0: target too so i mean that's that's a whole new aspect of it now, day, day one of the derb, you were like, I don't know, you are scratching your head a little bit. Like, yeah. You're like, WTF, man? What's going on? I mean, smashed them in practice, kind of figured a few things. I mean, I smashed them in pre-practice, kind of figured a few things in practice, and now you're just grinding, day one, scratching your freaking head.
3: Yeah, day one, I was like boat 80-something, so I was one of the last boats out, and with the combination of the wind and the way that... The lake was setting up it was it was gonna fish crowded it was almost kind of like fishing a ledge derby where the fish were on kind of obvious stuff and a lot of people found it so running down the lake i had 18 dot different dots up and down <laughs> the lake where i caught at least a three pound fish and i ran by the first one that i wanted to stop on and there were like four boats on it so i'm like all right and i just kept running past dots and there was boats on everything i ran what the hell ran by everything got all the way to the other end of the lake and i was like well shit i'm pretty sure i'm gonna have to fish next to somebody because i just ran the whole lake and it's all covered up so at that point i just started kind of getting in where i fit in sort of deal kind of see where i could find a place to fish and started out kind of slow wind kicked up and i lost one real good one but Mike, it just, it was a tough first day for Yeah, me. man,
0: I, I, I know, I know you were, you were scratching your head, but the, the, the second day you had a little, uh, you had a little sweet Carolina, <laughs> <if> you, know. <laughs> you know what I mean? Bum, bum, bum. the Carolina rig, like you, when you were pre-practicing, like Lee, Lee kind of turned everybody onto that deal, I, I, I guess is what I'm hearing. and. And uh, and give it up for Lee Lee see, He's awesome as uh, Bass Galaxy. Give oh, yeah. it up for, for Lee, cool AF, as they say. Oh, yeah. You know what I like about Lee? Let me tell you. I know this is uh, like just I'm going on a tangent here, but like mm-hmm. Lee's just cool. Like if you see him out somewhere, he's not saying a lot of stuff. Kind of keeping to his own. Just over there sitting at the bar, or just sitting to himself at the boat, just being cool. You know what I mean? Oh uh, yeah,
3: he's great. Couldn't think of a better person to hang out with all day.
0: He's a Texan. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Dang Texan. Hey, but anyway, <laughs> day two, a little sweet Carolina rigging.
3: Like, that's crazy, bud. Yeah, day two, I got to get on the spot that I wanted to, obviously, because I was an early boat number. I pulled up, and like my first drop, I caught one almost four. And my second Whoa. drop, I caught a five and a half. And as I scooped it out <laughs> of the water, I looked back, and we was pulling up. I stuffed him in the live oil and he's basically like, hey bro, this is where I fished yesterday. That's really all I got. I'm just like, dude, that's the way this tournament's gonna be this week. Just get in where you fit in and let's catch him. And he slid over and he had had a really poor day one, only like 10 pounds and he figured he needed a big bag to get back in it. And we basically went to catch them. We each caught a few right away on just about whatever we wanted, but then I kind of got into a little bit of a lull and he pulled out a Carolina rig and was like, I caught two nice ones on this yesterday and slung it out there and almost immediately set the hook. Oh gosh. I'm like, all right, well, that doesn't take long for me to figure out. Fortunately, (laughs) I had one rigged up. So I pulled that one out, slung it out there and like bowed up immediately. And within an hour and a half, he had 19 pounds. I had 22 and, uh... We were kind of just laughing and catching a few fish, talking about how long he wanted to stay there, if we were (laughs) going to go in early or what. All the meanwhile, Bob Downey's like 200 yards away, fishing inwards, and we see him catching fish. And he like slowly starts working his way over there, and he's like, well, what do you got? He's like, I only got four rats. And they're like, Well, come on, <laughs> come on, join Catch the party, Bobby. <laughs> I mean, yeah, we were both having so much fun, like we couldn't get mad at him at that point. <laughs> Luke comes over there, and like Lee moves over a little bit, and Bob slings out his rig and catches his fifth bass, and we're all cheering for him and stuff. And it's just like it was one of those days where like everybody was having a blast. And that's awesome.
0: I mean, so that's much fun. That's what the deal is. And and I wanna talk about that that Carolina rig a I minute. Mean, you guys were throwing that that speed craw on the back of that thing and um like that is just a damn good Carolina rig bait. Like and and I don't know why. I mean I don't even it's like it doesn't do much, obviously, right, behind it, but it just seems to outperform a lot of other Carolina rig baits, doesn't it?
3: Yeah, especially... If, I think it's the best smallmouth Carolina rig bait made, probably. Why? Oh. What is it? Is it like that
0: just... I don't know. It just kind of...
3: I think it's it's compact enough that it's easy for them to eat. It's not like imposing for them, but you can still fit a pretty big hook in it, and their two little paddle tails will still move with without having to put too much action into it.
0: Yeah. And I mean... It, 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 it just works. And I think sometimes they don't even move actually. Yeah. I mean, in that kind of, I don't know. I just, I think there's something about it. Maybe it's how it, it does hover some and then kick a little too. I, I don't know the combo, but you're right. A lot of, a lot of small mouth uh, mallets are on that deal, bud.
3: Oh yeah. Everywhere. I mean, I was catching them on the Mississippi river on it too. It's yeah. just great everywhere. If you need to throw a Carolina rig for small mouth, that's, the first thing i'd pick up
0: and you and when you say you were dropping you were dropping a ned right weren't you dropping that big ned with the heavy head on it
3: yeah i was switching between a drop shot and a ned rig
0: gotcha what what were you what were you drop shotting and what were you ned rigging um as far as
3: baits go the ned rig was just a big trd and a drop shot was like a mixture of a couple of different max scent baits okay like a general uh three, six flatworm, a four, two, five flatworm, and like a flat-nosed minute. Like I had a po- bunch of bags in my pocket and it was kind of like,
0: <laughs> if the fish
3: didn't eat one, I'd swatch it over and throw it again and see if I could get one to bite. And it was one of those deals where you just run through a couple different baits on a drop shot and see if you can get a fish to fire, if you can keep them on target.
0: That Maxon is, is pretty special. I mean, there's no doubt about it. They, uh, and you, you kind of went through the, uh, the, the basic... Proven plastics there for the <laughs> for the smallmouth fishermen, right? You weren't you weren't skipping nothing, bud.
3: <laughs> oh yeah, like, there's. I mean, realistically, there's like nine things you need rigged up, and you can cover every smallmouth tournament in the planet. But it's a, uh, it all seems to work. Whatever you got confidence in, it seems to be the thing to throw for them.
0: And, and speaking of confidence, your your confidence built. Like day three, well, I, I think day three you might have had a little slow start, but the afternoon, you had some afternoon delight, I believe, is when things really happened for you. Wasn't that right?
3: Yeah, day three started on that same hole with Lee, but we had beat it up pretty bad. And But the thing about day two was learning about that Carolina rig. It kind of like gave me a few ideas of a couple holes I think it might pay off on. and. Fortunately, one of the, my better holes way down on the other end of the lake, day one, I couldn't get a bite on it. They'd follow a drop shot around, but wouldn't eat it. But day three, I managed to like get the cast lined up, and they wouldn't eat the drop shot again. Wouldn't eat a Ned rig day three, but they ate that Carolina rig, and as soon as I found the cast, I basically caught three in a row that were like three and a half to almost four pounds call up to over 18 and i was like all right we're leaving because i wanted to save them for the final day
0: and you did like but i know it was killing you like you were waiting you were waiting to, yeah. to go get them for the afternoon delight again yeah high noon you were, you're were ready to go you're giving yourself <laughs> to noon you went there you got them you're like finally like oh my gosh i think i got a freaking chance i think i might do this <laughs> Like you're freaking out now, right? You're kind of freaking out, right?
3: Yeah, you can kind of tell on live. Like, I had so much nervous energy after I caught two good ones off that hole, plus a couple that helped. But like realistically, I got two, three and a halves. And after I caught that second three and a half, and called out that final little fish that I had, then I knew I had that like 16 pound range, and it would take almost nine. It would take 19 pounds for Maddie to. <laughs> catch me and i'm like he's gonna have to catch me now <laughs> um, he
0: was calling you out at the derb
3: <laughs> yeah a little bit <laughs> in what the was morning that?
0: yeah what was that oh, he was giving Maddie you wrestling. Wras- <laughs> yeah he was doing wrestling stuff he was yeah doing, he was Maddie like yeah he was being, he was giving you some woo.
3: <laughs> I just tell everybody it's easy to ignore because I can barely understand what he's saying he's so <laughs> and
0: you're the opposite end of the Mason Dixon line <laughs> right there yeah Hey, but it persevered bud like you came out with old blue at the end Dude, at the it was crazy crazy, crazy yeah. talk
3: my parents showed up and it was
0: it was you got the funny feeling, didn't you? You got that funny feeling. <laughs> <laughs> Did you catch feelings, like the kids say? Oh yeah, like
3: <laughs> got a little choked up on stage when talking to my parents. But it was it was incredible to have them there and to be able to look them in the eye and like tell them how much I appreciate all the sacrifices they made and their encouragement all the time and that kind of deal. It was yeah couldn't ask for a better way to hoist the trophy
0: yeah man and it's it's great to have family that encourages you and i know your parents and your girlfriend they're just like behind you all the time man. yeah
3: and it's the closest event like when i realized or when i don't know i saw somewhere i was the closest angler to that venue which kind of shocks me because i'm used to like, everything's 12 hours away when you're
0: from yeah. Minnesota. You're over in Eden Prairie, right? Yeah. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah.
3: So, uh, yeah, it was really nice. Like, day three, everybody was able to get there. It's only, like, 330 miles to Oahi from my place, but because it's all two-lane highways and stuff, it's still almost seven hours. Wow.
0: <laughs> of nothing driving.
3: Yeah, it's just backcountry <laughs> roads. You get stuck behind tractors and stuff like that. It's really cool country, but it's just not very efficient driving.
0: <laughs> hey, man. But uh, what a place to bring home your first uh, Elite Series trophy and, of course, a, a smallmouth event. We, we got to give it up again for, uh, for Austin <laughs> Felix in Old Blue. That's pretty cool, dude. That's pretty cool.
3: I Makes you want another one.
0: No, oh, I know. You got you're, you're a total crackhead now now. You're like I got to get another one. You got to get one. You know what I mean? One's not enough. Thousands never enough. I don't know what
3: it is. You sit upstairs and you're like, where am I going to put this? Like you almost need a second one to make it like bookends or something. <laughs> it's like just one sitting somewhere just doesn't seem to look right. I not like, You got
0: to figure a way to get flames to shoot out of it too. You know what I mean? That would be pretty cool too. I'm sure probably burn something down as well. No, we'll we'll we'll, we'll put uh, uh, flame proof stuff on it. You know what I mean. And yeah. now that you buy buy a flamethrower now too. That you're rich. You can get those. Yeah,
3: you need. Like, I know about FLW. They have like those non-fire flame things that almost like shoots cold sparks. Maybe we just get those things. You know well, what James. Wa-
0: yeah. Well, James Watson has a real flamethrower.
3: Well, I could call him too.
0: Yeah, he, he he'll hook you up. He knows guy where you can get flamethrower. You know Jay Dubs. I yeah. do know Jay. Yeah, we spent some time together. Let's talk about you. Let's get to know you now. We covered the Derb stuff. We we did a little Austin Felix history, and let's let's get to know you. That's what Straycast is about. You know, that's what the whole deal is. And and I I make observations about anglers. Okay. Mm-hmm. I get observational. That's my job. That's what I do. You know, I'm a bass fishing talk show host. Uh, since right. I, get, I get observational. I can tell you're very smart. Does, <laughs> does that, does that, do, you, do you think you're a smart guy? I mean, I like to think so. Yeah, I think you're a smart ass, too. And, uh, and, and most smart asses are very smart guys. Right? I mean, sure. agree or disagree. Yeah, I could agree with that. Uh, I mean, you've spent some time. You spend some time on the streets, you know what I mean? You, 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 <laughs> <laughs> you spend some time on the bass and streets, you know, and you, uh, you know you, so you, you can be that way. So uh, what I'm getting at here, it's like smart anglers do smart things, right? Sure. A lot of anglers that are smart also overthink, right? Oh, yeah. Do you do that to yourself a lot? Do you like, are you, do you spin yourself out, bud? Not really. Wow.
3: I don't, like, in the moment, I'll get frustrated or something, but I'm pretty good at putting blinders on or, like, letting stuff go. Okay. You got a governor
0: on the U-Haul or a shutoff valve, huh?
3: Yeah, I would say so. Okay. Like I'm pretty even keel, even whether it's going good or bad.
0: The uh, One of the top anglers from Minnesota described mm-hmm. you as very observational on the water. Observation to minute details. Let me you think about that? You think that's accurate?
3: Yeah, you're always trying to learn as much as you can on the water, figure out what you need to do next or like being able to, or being observant just allows you to adapt tournament day and not get stuck in a rut or stuck on the wrong pattern too long. So I would say that's probably correct.
0: Yeah. I mean, so that separates good anglers from average anglers or exceptional anglers from good anglers. Agree or disagree.
3: Yeah, being able to stop doing or throw out practice or, like, get rid of preconceived notions of what you thought you were going to catch them on and just take what the light gives you at any given point is really important to be able to do if you want to be successful, like, consistently.
0: So you, like, would you say it's it's more an observation that you are maybe, like... You got a lot of trickery in your fishing. You know what I mean? Like, you like to trick the fish more so than force feed them or beat them over the head. You know what I mean? Is that a, is that a good observation? Yeah, definitely. Uh, so,
3: I feel like a lot of the guys at this point, it's almost like, if you think about it in college, you like you get your bachelor's degree, and then you get your master's, and then you kind of feel like you know anything. But then when you get your doctorate, you're, like, experimenting, and you're, like, driving the field further. When you were at where we are in bass fishing, I feel like at least me personally, when I go out on the water a lot of times, I'm at that experimental phase where there are a lot of things I'd know I could do to catch fish, especially if I'm smallmouth fishing or whatever, but I'm trying to figure out the new technique or the next thing or the next bait that the fish haven't seen yet that like will really put you over the top and it's kind of like being able to experiment and to like push the boundaries of what we're doing that's that's kind of where i feel like a lot of the guys on the elite series are at this point like we're trying to like change the game
0: i i like that you <laughs> said well i like that you said push the boundaries i like it i like that give me tell me what you mean exactly by that What does that mean? Change the game. Push the boundaries. What does that mean, Austin? I mean, it's just
3: techniques, baits, using electronics in different ways, trying to find fish in areas that you wouldn't normally find or think to look for fish. It's just like... I mean, you've
0: been with Milliken. Like, look what he's doing. Oh,
3: yeah. He opened my eyes to glide bait fishing. And I couldn't think of a better person to go with to kind of like really show me exactly like what that's all about. And it's not for everybody and it's not for all the time, but there's definitely a niche. And there is a population of bass that you can't catch on a bait that is less than 12 inches long.
0: Yeah. And I mean, in the periscope stuff that he's doing, you know, the forward facing and Mm -hmm. dude, I mean, yeah. It's, 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 that's a whole new frontier. Like you're saying, pushing the envelope, changing the game. That's what you guys are doing. That's what you professional anglers are doing. Trying to. Yeah, that was from. one of
3: the things like when we lost a last year, like that was the thing that like kind of crushed me most about it because I didn't know him really well. I had met him and talked to him a few times, but there wasn't an angler on the planet that didn't push the boundaries and like, Expand bass fishing more than he did, and so like to know that that's it's like bass fishing. Einstein isn't around to freaking yeah. Ex- extend the science anymore was like really like what I took away from him, and like choked me up about it most.
0: I like that you said that, man. I like Aaron was my bud, dude. We we talked mm-hmm. we talked often, and uh, I miss him all the time. And uh, and I, as a bass fishing fan, I uh, um, uh, I, I kind of look, I I I think judge is the wrong word, but I I comp- look, compare I compare professional anglers to Aaron Martin's always, I I just do it's something in my head I compare them to Aaron and Ricky Klun those are the two anglers that I use as contrast comparisons all the time man. And I look for championship or champion qualities in anglers that resemble those two fishermen. Does that make sense to you? Sure. Yeah. You call bars. Uh, but yeah. Yeah. Well, cool. I mean, that's the bar. That is the bar. You, you know, and, and all that stuff that now I'm kind of putting it together. And I, I really like that you said that about Aaron and everything happens for a reason. The way that you contemplate, the way that you tinker. The way that you assess situations, it's very Aaron esque, bud. It really is. I like it.
3: I mean, I'd never say that just out of respect for the man. But I just did. I, I can appreciate say it as that. I can
0: say it as a fan. And I sure as hell wouldn't say it if I didn't I didn't see the comparison. So that's pretty cool, dude. Yeah, it's pretty cool stuff, dude. Is your dad a lot like you as an angler? I know he's a huge inspiration. Does your pop have the same deal? Is he a smart guy, too? Is he a smart ass like you? Oh, I mean, he's a smart guy. He's, an, he's a lawyer.
3: Oh, so. yeah. He's definitely a smart guy. <laughs> he's a wise guy.
0: And to be honest,
3: like I always said, when I got out of college, if I didn't do the whole fishing thing, I'd have gone to law school. But I really didn't want to spend another three, four years in law school, so... Like, I wanted to try to make this work.
0: You'd be like, better call Saul, though. (laughs) (laughs) A Lincoln lawyer? Yeah. (laughs) Uh, But your dad's a good fisherman, right? I mean, you learned a lot of stuff from that dude.
3: Oh, yeah. He's won a lot of local stuff. And, yeah, he's got a reputation. He's been good around here, both on the water and the fact that he's done child custody stuff, and divorces for the majority of the tournament field.
0: <laughs> <All> the guys <laughs> Not, in the Where was he when I issues. needed him 26 years ago? You know what I mean?
3: <laughs> yeah, when the guys had issues, they called him. Like, <laughs> there's been a couple times he's got partially paid in G. Loomis rods and whatnot. Hey, there's nothing the wrong with really that. Tough. Nothing <laughs> wrong
0: with getting paid in quality stuff. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. No matter what it is. No matter what it is. No, nah, but pre- but uh, but pretty cool deal, dude. I mean, you got some, some lineage there. You'd ended up a lawyer, I guess. I don't know. Mm. I could see you as a lawyer. Behind a Public defender. A bank, Pub- <laughs> yeah, right. uh, uh, in the Twin Cities. I don't know. What's the city mm. where everybody gets hurt in Minnesota, where they had riots and stuff? Yeah, Minneapolis. That's where you would be. Yeah, you'd be a public defender yeah, there.
3: That's only 20, 30 miles from where I'm at. Loving right life,
0: just loving life as a public defender, getting all really wild. Eating, underappreciated. Eating Starbucks and Chipotle's and stuff <laughs> like that. <laughs> Reading Harry Potter on your breaks, stuff like that. But now you're just a professional bass fisherman. You know what I mean? Yeah, I think it's going to stick. Yeah. Who would have thunk? I uh I was talking to Choder today, and he's like, he's like, uh, yeah man, I remember like, I remember when Austin and his dad were out there there. He was like eleven years old or something out there with his dad fishing, and I'm like, gosh damn Brad, I didn't even know you were that old. Shit that long. ago. <laughs> <laughs> so you've been at that Minnesota game for a while, and as a youngin too, ain't it? Yeah, I was. Practicing with my
3: old man and his team partner at the time since probably 10, 11. But like my first tournament was probably 14 or 15 when I started fishing. Before that, it was just, I was third minute in the back of the boat just fishing whenever I could, come out, go out when they were practicing and kind of. What was the, the first deal.
0: draw to derbs? Like, what was the first draw to tournaments for you? Was it watching Bassmaster? Was it reading Bassmaster? Was it What was it, bud? No, I mean,
3: it was just competition, like really I've always been competitive we like growing up, I played baseball, basketball, and did a bunch of other stuff as a kid growing up, I was always pretty good at what I did. I honestly didn't practice hardly at anything. it was just I was naturally talented enough to succeed you know it was, this kind of sounds arrogant, but um. Yeah, I got to high school and tried to play sports in Eden Prairie High School, and we have five thousand kids at the school, and you can imagine trying to make a baseball team when against five thousand kids, it's not <laughs> easy. So,
0: yeah, Bassin's especially way better. when
3: you especially when you don't want to practice. So mm-hmm. by the time I was a junior or senior in high school, I was kind of choosing to fish instead of play sports easy decision
0: easy decision austin
3: you know what i told him so i'd tow the boat to school and (laughs) go fishing and was kind of that guy and growing up like i legitimately grow up in the suburbs so like hunting and fishing was kind of a deal for a few kids but it wasn't like it wasn't the deal like all our all them country boys down home or down south
0: They got that. Yeah. It's, uh, let me tell you this. Every bass fisherman that we have on this show that says, Yeah, I pulled my boat to school or I pulled my boat to work, they were 100% not being a student or a worker that day. (laughs) They were just, (laughs) all they wanted to do was go bassing, dude. That's it. Oh,
3: so my senior year, like I finished the majority of my credits early. So I had a bunch of free time. So I went, I signed up for a full year of like automotive technical training at the local uh, tech college. So I'd have one class in the morning at the high school and then I get to leave (laughs) and go to tech school. And then I'd have the whole rest of the day off until like the end of the day. So I spent a lot of afternoons like bailing out early and after tech school and just going fishing.
0: Heck, yeah. Yeah, I mean, you're like, shit, you made enough potato guns and brass water pipes and shop class and tech school. Get the hell out of here and go fishing. Mm. You know what I mean? Let's go. Yeah. Hey, let's, let's let's liven this up. Are you ready? Let's get wild. You want to get wild, dude? You want to get okay. wild? All right. Let's get wild. Now, slam, you can slam that whiskey if you want before we get wild. And <laughs> he did it, Jinch. Yes! I love it. I love it. All right, so we're going to do like a 20 questions rapid fire type thing, <clears throat> all right? And I need you to tell the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth, so help you bass fishing gods. Are you ready? All right. Now you got to think. You got to think. All right, you ready? Jen, you mm-hmm. tell me when we're ready, and we're going we're gonna to do this. We're doing uh, rapid fires with Austin Fields. I like it. Oh, I see. See, it's lawyer, court, Judge Wapner music. <laughs> I like it, Gingy. Good choice. Good choice. Austin, if you were a famous figure in world history, who would you be? Who's the guy? What member of world history would you be? Go back in time. What? Yeah. Uh, if I were a famous person in world history. Yeah, world history. Like, Who, do you, who would you be? Who would be that guy that you uh, <laughs> admire in world history?
3: I, God, that's hard. I don't No, know. it's one not hard. Ra- Think about one it. One of the Wright brothers.
0: One of the Wright brothers. <laughs> Good answer. <laughs> Why not get to fly around and risk your life for the first time ever in history? Got great ambitions. I like your style. Daredevil. I'd be Evil Knievel. <laughs> I'd want to be Evil Knievel. Speaking of. That, that would hurt. Yeah, that would hurt a lot. A lot of broken bones. Hey, if you could have invented something in fishing, what would it have been? Like, if you could have picked an invention, besides forward-facing, what would it be? Take a I could pick out. an invention. Yeah, you, um, yeah. An invention in bassin. That's already come out. Yeah. What would you like to have claimed? I mean,
3: it almost has to be electronic-related. If you can't say forward-facing, it's say. Structure scan,
0: side scan. Well, let's take that out, too. No more electronics.
3: No more electronics. No no electronics, Um, Austin. I would like to have (laughs) invented the Cinco.
0: Invented the Cinco. Good answer. Oh, my gosh. And then you could have just used it for your own personal gain. Oh, can you imagine? (laughs) Imagine what you would have done with that big pen. That was a big pen, right? Didn't he invent that after a big pen mold? I have no idea. No, it's That's true. News to me. No, he did, bud. He, it makes sense. Gary Yamamoto took a big pen, molded it, and made the Stanko. And, there and it now is. he charges them a buck a piece. That's right. Because he, he can. You know what I mean? I'll pay every dollar <laughs> I got. <laughs> What's the most trouble you ever been in in your life? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, plead the fifth. <laughs> your dad didn't have to bail you out of nothing growing up. You look like a guy that got bailed out of something. by your I product. got bailed out of something once. Yeah, was it really bad? You can't talk about it. I mean, will you get it terrible? But, you, <laughs> what do you call that? Will you get canceled if you tell it? I don't know. And I, <laughs> I got I got picked up at Eden Prairie Jail once for my old man. Okay. Well, that's. You're, here, you're an Elite Series champion, so you can talk about didn't it. didn't have to spend the night. But. It's who you know in this world, bud. <laughs> That's what I mean. It's, it's who you know in this world.
3: Fortunately, my lawyer answered the <laughs> phone at 3 in the morning. Hey, you're not uh, going to
0: believe who this is, Saul. You didn't call him up. Hey. Don't b- you have a baby to have? <laughs> Are you seeing things? hmm I see what you're into. Hey, uh, compare winning Old Blue to a life experience. Compare winning Old Blue to a life experience. Ginge, what are you up to? Is there- oh, gosh. It's like losing
3: your virginity. Is it really? <laughs> oh, yeah. I love it. Well put. Although I'm going to remember it longer because losing my virginity was on New Year's and I drank a bunch of 151 when I was a junior in high school and... <laughs> let's just say it was a hazy situation nobody had a good time
0: (laughs) hey speaking of a good time i believe i see uh old good time himself jake whittaker hopping on the scene here what's up bud (laughs) jake's
3: here what's up guys it's a
0: pleasure to be here yeah heck yeah give it up bass galaxy that's jake what's going on dude heck yeah you guys are buds yeah, dude. So,
2: Austin, uh, Austin invited me into uh, him and Brian's house this year. I was, uh, you know, looking for a re- for a couple roommates to run with this year. And, and Austin, we've we've kind of known each other, you know, just through you know some college stuff and just through passing. But uh, he he was nice enough to to invite a another dude in for in, you know into to room with him this year. And man, it's. Uh, we had a good time this year, for sure. It's
0: a learning experience, right?
2: Yeah, for sure. Yeah, no right. doubt.
0: And we thank you for coming to this deal. You uh, <laughs> and your wife are expecting a baby like any second, like literally any second, Jake.
2: Any time now. Um, so she, have it live. You know, I've been <laughs> yeah, gone. Be you awesome. know, we, <laughs> the, la- the last two weeks I've been gone was, uh, you know, pretty stressful just because, you know, obviously I want to be at home, you know, for the birth of my first child. Uh, We're having a little girl, so I I wanted, you know, really bad to be home for that. And, uh, you know, we kind of our due date is not not till September 2nd. So, you know, a couple days from now, but you just never know with the first one, you know, when it's going to come. So um, we had two good weeks uh, on the road and I rushed back home from Mississippi River and uh, thankfully she's still cooking and uh still you know, cooking, still cooking. <laughs> in the crock pot
0: <laughs> so, uh, Holy... i
2: think we're gonna i think we're gonna have a kid here before next week sometime, well, good. So. well good
0: well good yes. well uh, we hope all that works well and we hope your kid can ride a unicycle like you and be an a... hey
2: you never know i listen i it's uh you know that is something that that uh i learned to do in elementary school. Uh, we kind of had a little club in, in elementary school where you know they you know asked if you wanted to come learn to ride a unicycle and I'm like, sure, why not? That sounds fun. but man, that was uh, you know a really cool time and you know it turns out that riding a unicycle is just like riding a bicycle. Once you learn how to do it, you can you can do it forever. Well, I was so-
0: expecting you to ride in on a unicycle, quite frankly. <laughs> and you know who cannot ride a unicycle 100%. They cannot ride a unicycle. Is Brian New Bass Galaxy? Give it up for Brian New! Brian
1: New, knew, absolutely. Look at <laughs> him. He cannot. I
0: would not trust him on a unicycle. I would not go anywhere near him on a unicycle. And Probably I, right. I a tricycle. yes, tricycle yes, big wheel yes, unicycle no. <laughs> Brian, welcome to Straight Cass. What's up,
4: guys? Um, yeah, we uh. I grew up on Lake Wiley and we lived on top of a big hill. We had a boat ramp. <laughs> so, me and my brothers used to just ride our, ride our uh, tricycle or I think big wheel yeah. down the hill into the lake. How do um, I know?
0: Sounds about right. It sounds right, don't it, champ? <laughs> sounds right. Yeah. <laughs> Two champs, actually. Brian, you won your Brian, first. Brian, why
3: don't you why don't you tell Brittany to go get your trophy and put it in the background? That's
0: yeah, yeah, go do. it. Got... Oh look go. at all the checks uncashed. Yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah. My most of my
4: co angler trophies are still at back at my old house at the mom's. So. I got a few in here though.
0: Hey Whitaker, you believe this guy, Brian New? He just goes ahead and wins the first elite series he ever fishes. I mean, dude, what?
2: it's crazy, like you yeah. know I mean you know I've been trying for five years now just to you know to, there it is. to, there to, she to is. win one and he he just jumps right in one and wins one, so I
0: know. what uh, the heck and he's like such a he's such a fidgety fidgety guy and a quick dude. you're like you don't do anything slow, Brian New and here he wins it like dragon a worm in Florida. I <laughs> what's up with that
4: <laughs> you uh i
0: need a better uh,
4: better setup here but i ain't got it so we're gonna roll with
0: this no you're doing fine you're doing fine what do you think uh what do you guys think of your bud uh pulling off the Oahu victory
4: well i called it first day
0: of practice maybe the second day of practice so you're the, you're gonna win this one wow you was, did uh, hey i uh is that true jake or maybe, is he just making stuff up
2: yeah it definitely well any any time we go to any smallmouth fishery austin's gonna be a threat yeah. no matter what just because i mean the, 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 the dude is good he understands it not and that's not taking away his skills for largemouth too because he can catch those just as good but anytime smallmouth are in play austin uh
4: austin's gonna do well
0: yeah, he yeah he's, yeah, he's on a
4: different level for sure. When it comes to smallmouth, he's a, he's on a different level.
0: Yeah, no doubt about it, man. You uh- you get some rest yet, Bry? You just getting You just rolling in, aren't you? So we left Austin's house yesterday morning. I don't know; it wasn't real late,
4: but we slept in a little. You know, maybe eight o'clock, which is sleeping in for me. Look, there's Skipper. Yo, Skippy. <laughs> we got. <laughs> We got home at seven thirty uh, this morning, and took a little bit of a nap, and then unloaded the truck, and then went picking up from school, and been busy ever since. Do you
0: put the TV on when you take a nap, Brian? Uh, yeah, sometimes. What do you put on? What's good napping? What's good napping stuff, what Brian? Knew? What'd you it say? Is. He listens to YouTube. Oh, you're you're listening to the tube, huh? What's what's Trixie doing? I
4: have no idea. That's all
2: that dog does, Patrick. That's all that dog does is bark.
0: It's yapping
4: after his mom.
0: Same with his wife. <laughs> Everybody's barking at you, Brian. What the heck? What'd you do? He brings it on himself. He must have done something. I don't know. Outside. <laughs> if Brittany's barking at you, you done something. That's all I know.
4: She's always barking.
0: <laughs> <laughs> hey you got you called it the first day? You really did, Brian?
4: Absolutely. I I know it was during practice. It may not have been the first day of practice, but I called it. And then I went and called a big bag the first day and Felix kind of sucked it up a little bit and he's <laughs> like, This is bullshit. <laughs> <It> is. <laughs> uh-huh.
0: so, at a smallmouth derby, this is not good. So when when uh, when he won, were you like "I told you so"? Did you give him one of them? You gave him one of them, <laughs> didn't you? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, how did it go? How did it go, Austin? Did, how did he tell? It? How, what did he say? How did he give you an "I told you so"? Uh, I mean, it was like
3: so. Like he made me record this because, like, <laughs> I walked in after the first day of the tournament, and I'm like. There's something seriously wrong. I'm getting beat by Brian New in a smallmouth tournament. Oh, he's like, yikes. oh hell no. So he's like, you have to say this again. And like <laughs> recorded it. And then day two, I dropped a giant bag on the scale. And I'm like I'm like, all is right in the world. I'm back in front of
0: Brian. <laughs> it too. equaled out.
3: So it's just uh but yeah, he called it in practice or kept saying it. And I kept getting annoyed with them and basically saying you're going to Zona me because basically I'm trying to turn that into a verb for jinxing somebody. Zone on you? Yeah, because Zona tried to call me Angler of the Year halfway through the first tournament, and then I proceeded to just nosedive for four in a row. Oh,
0: Zona-ing. Yeah, Zona'd me. Zona'd. I, I thought you were just saying like zone, like Enzo. Zona'd ya. I got yeah. you. Okay. So he so when he says that it kinda kinda tanked you. That's what I was afraid of. Fortunately we, <laughs> it didn't happen. Yeah, you won. <laughs> you won. Everything worked out. You won the old Bluey. You won the old blah blah bluey. It's pretty amazing. You guys have a good time this year together? Yeah. Sure. It, I I could tell uh I could tell Whitaker did. I could see.
2: Heck, yeah, I mean, when you're rooming with a bunch of guys that are always, you know, you know, way at the top of the leaderboard, you know, you're always going to learn something and have a little bit of fun. And gosh almighty, they, you know, Brian, Brian is always the one that keeps us on our toes. He's up at four o'clock in the morning. Oh, I
0: could see you know, that. Does he even ready sleep?
2: Ready to go. Me and me and Austin are, you know, trying to get as much sleep as we can. and uh, you know, just He's sleepy. To, you know, yeah, yeah, for sure. Austin's
0: sleepy. Uh,
2: you know, just just like, for instance, at the Mississippi River. Obviously, Austin is just coming off a wind. So, obviously, he wants to be a little bit, you know, get a little bit of rest. But so the first two mornings of practice, when we wake up, like, it's it's foggy. Like, you can't even see, you know – anything in front of you. Right. Well, Brian's already been out there practicing for two hours. He knows. And you know, I'm just like, I I can't see anything. So I'm not going to accomplish anything. And then, so me and Austin are just out there. Just we'll get out there when we get there. But Brian, he he's, he's been out there for two hours already.
0: So what do you say about that, Brian? (laughs)
4: Hey, in that first 30 minutes of practice, official practice, legal, official practice, is where
0: I found the bass that I weighed in. Okay, I like. See, see Whitaker?
2: Ask him about the other three days where he found those fish at.
4: <laughs> <laughs> You just did. Uh, hey, it takes a lot of it, work. That's takes, right,
3: that's right, that's right. Hashtag teamwork.
0: Yeah, hashtag rooming with the champ.
3: Yeah. <laughs> oh, it works great though cuz Britney was with us all year too, so we didn't have to worry about much. We had errands, we'd send her on them and she usually had dinner on the table about the time we rolled up every night, so Awesome. It it makes yeah, things that- a lot easier cuz you don't have to eat McDonald's or frozen pizzas
0: four nights a week. What's Britney's specialty dinner? What's what is what was she making for you guys?
3: There's like a four meal rotation kind of we'd have tacos we'd have alfredo we'd have like salute rice and roast beef oh. and and then I'm what so else hungry right
0: is? now
4: um oh. oh so we threw in the uh,
0: enchiladas enchiladas oh yeah, yeah. i'll squeeze I, it up right just
3: squeeze them up
4: oh yeah
3: yeah let's I'm, just say me and brian We're pooping in the river.
0: (laughs) (laughs) You're adding a little bit of structure to the Mississippi. Oh, Oh, yeah. It wasn't
3: quite as clear as when we left.
0: (laughs) Oh, my goodness gracious. Well, hey, what's going on, Brett?
4: Hey. How you doing? Hey, we're credit, Stu.
0: Well, thanks for keeping the house together.
4: Hey, I'm still pissed we didn't get Chicken Alfredo at
0: the last tournament. See, he just complained.
2: <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, Brian, me and you are still owed like a really good steak dinner from, please, <laughs> uh, you know, from Hawaii. So, so Pat, real quick. Yeah, please. We made, a, we made a deal at the beginning of the year that whoever finished the highest uh, at each tournament, the next tournament, that person – has to you know buy steaks or, or do something you know we have to get a good dinner out of them. Um, so Austin obviously after the win at Miss you know at Hawaii at Mississippi River one evening he you know he's like I, I think I'm gonna buy you guys some steaks from this really nice you know restaurant or whatever. I'm like yeah man that's that's great we're that's that's good. Well it turns out that that place was not taking to go orders and we me and Brian ended up with Culvers for the night so.
0: Which,
2: <laughs> We're still owed a steak
0: dinner. Well, Culver's is pretty good. They got steak <laughs> burgers, Jake. So, that's right. They're steak <laughs> butter burgers and curds. Good custard like shakes. That's like the best fast food. Right? Good job, Austin. I'm on your side on this one.
2: Damn steak well, burger. They're I, I just bitching. I
0: got Jake,
3: they, Brian and Brittany did stay an extra day. And I I saw, I, saw, it. I, saw it. I appreciate <laughs> it. <laughs> but that's all good. Up. You all staked up. You come down for the Hartwell Open, and we'll fish for a day, and we'll buy I'll you some steak there. dinner. I'll be there.
0: <laughs> Other one. What are you saying, Brian? <laughs> you keep cutting out. I said maybe I'll
4: get me another one.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, maybe. <laughs> hey, let's uh, let's let's just go on with the show a little bit. You guys want to hang out with the, with Austin? Maybe you can answer some of these questions for him or something. <clears throat> For sure, yeah, yeah. I mean, maybe we're on the rapid fire section of our show, so you guys can can join along if if you want. You ready? Let's get let's get let's get back to it. Let's. The last question I asked him, Brian is is, as the most trouble he's ever been, and he wouldn't even tell us. Brian and (laughs) Jake, and then and then you showed up.
3: Did you ask Maddie Robertson that question? Well, oh, I know that answer.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I know that answer. We don't want anybody on the elites canceled. No one no. needs to be canceled. That's probably for the best. Yes, yeah, yes, it is. Hey, uh, you Trouble in What's that? I, I, I'm
4: always in trouble.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, who do you, I know that uh so like austin, you're like last time you were on the show, you told me you were like uh, you liked hip hop and and you also liked some some old school country and stuff is that true Can yeah, you tell I me
3: like a, I like a lot of different stuff,
0: yeah, like so i gotta ask let me ask you this, Brian, if you were gonna say like Austin was a famous rapper, who does he most resemble who do you think <laughs> like who's <laughs>
4: Ah, uh, let's go. M&M. I M and was
0: Why? I was, about, white, I was, he's was white. about to say vanilla ice. Vanilla, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so obvious. So obvious. I was all Snoop Dogging, You know, that's where I'm at. I got him as Snoop Dogg. You know what I mean? He's because he's laid back. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he's, he's laid back. You know. You know what I mean. Well, yeah. <laughs> Hey, if you say if uh, since this is the uh, the uh, the Austin Felix show, if he was a famous actor, Jake, like who do you see? Who do you see Austin as as a famous actor? Like who's? Oh,
2: I don't know. Gosh. Well, first of all, I don't watch a bunch of movies and stuff, so that that's that's a hard question for me. But I feel like he's somebody that is like really under the radar, but is a very
0: good actor. Whoever that might be. Wow. like, like you know, an independent film actor, sure. <laughs> just like super good,
2: super good at what they do, but you know, just kind of flies under the radar.
0: Chin said, "Paul Rudd." <laughs> <laughs> what that do you man think? Doesn't age. He doesn't. He's like Dick Clark. What do you think? What, what actor does uh, does Austin favor, Brian? Like, if he was going to be a famous actor, who is he?
4: Probably
0: Ron Jeremy. Ron Jeremy. Okay. <laughs> I got my stroke from you, Ron. <laughs> 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 yes, Bassin knowledge with, <laughs> <it>. <laughs> with the boys. Speaking of that, Whoa. what's a, a good good segue, Jinch? Thank you. What's a what's a Bassin term that sounds dirty but it's not, Austin? What do you? What's that? A Bassin term oh. that sounds dirty that it's not. A Bassin term. Yeah. Yeah. You got one, Brian? Jake, you got anything? This guy can't. He's a champion. I, he can't even I, think.
3: I
2: don't
0: know. He can't even hear Brian. So Yeah, he Doesn't keeps What's going on with him? Get closer to the something, Bri. Stroking. Stroking. Thank you. <laughs> Excellent answer. Thank you. See, Brian's, Brian's quick on his... Uh, <laughs> he fishes for bucket heads more. See? <laughs> See? That's what the deal uh, is. That's what the deal is. I like Well,
4: I'm not going to say that to everybody. <laughs> <laughs> that's just
0: the way it is, always. Yeah. Hey, uh, who is your uh, your first celebrity crush, Austin? Or let me, Let's ask Brian. Brian, who's Austin's first celebrity crush?
3: I don't know why he'd know that.
0: I don't know. Just guess. If he's, he's like eight years
3: younger than me, so oh, good. it'd I'd, probably be like... Buffy the
0: Vampire Slayer, <laughs> or like Topanga from Topanga, Blamees yes, World or something yes! Like that. Or like yes, you can't go wrong with Topanga. From Full House she floats. The uh, <laughs> who is it? Who's your, oh, then who's your first celebrity crush? That's is that your answer, Topanga or Buffy the Vampire? I
3: don't know, A DJ from Full House. I'm just trying to think. Oh, like, wow,
0: good answers, uh, dude. You're
3: going way back. <laughs> He's coming in the way. Well,
0: I mean, Alyssa Milano, yeah, yeah. Now we're talking. Yeah, I don't. That,
3: something like that. That's yeah. probably. I'm um, either one of them. It's cool that Topanga's in this bank bank from way back.
0: <laughs> 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 well, this Not, is
3: pre-internet. You couldn't find anything cool. Yeah, there's
0: uh, nothing wrong with that. Hey, I had the Three's Company intro for like 17 <laughs> seconds when I was a kid. You know what I mean? That's what I had to look forward to.
3: Yeah, the Victoria Secrets catalog. Yeah. (laughs) Softer side of Sears if you were real desperate. No bass pro shops where they
0: (laughs) you know what I mean. Camo? Yeah, maybe show some camo brasiers. Took that into the bathroom, had to. You know what I mean?
4: (laughs) Out of my house.
0: (laughs) (laughs) If Johnny Morris only knew, you know what I mean? He only knew what he was doing, us little bass fishing kids. That, that can Brian
3: be. jerked after the baits though.
0: <laughs> 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 oh, gosh damn. That old one knocker. You know that one knocker, uh-huh. bud. <laughs> uh, uh, this is the magic. Uh, this I got to hear Brian. What are you saying? Bait fuels a multi-purpose tool. <laughs> Uh, uh, <laughs> oh, you're amazing. <laughs> See, that, that's that's what this is. That's what kind of me- hot mess this has turned into. Austin Felix champion. You know what I mean? <laughs> Jake's sitting there waiting a baby anytime. <laughs> He's on some dumb show. Can't even hear. Yeah. Where- <laughs> Brian's <laughs> half asleep. You <laughs> Can't even know what the hell's going on. Uh. Hey,
4: I'm trying I'm practicing making babies
0: so. Well, well, that's a good part of things. Yeah. Right? Yeah, practice makes perfect, old son. <laughs> <laughs> that's what that's what they say. Hey, what Jake, what do you think uh something that uh your buddy Austin's going to spend the money on? Like that money he just won at that uh, Oahu derby. Give me an example uh, of something might I
2: know money. exactly what he should spend it on, What's but he won't me? let me say it.
0: What do you mean? <laughs> Let you add another month. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> what, what are you saying? No, I'm not going to say
2: it. I'm not going to do that. That's totally up to him. <laughs> if he wants to spend his money on that, then good for him, but uh... he
3: can do what he wants to with it.
0: <laughs> what, what are you saying, Austin? <laughs>
3: Oh, nothing. Everybody says I should get an engagement ring with it. Yes. i keep telling everybody <laughs> oh. every every time somebody says something about it, I add another month.
0: Well, <laughs> your lady so. would love that—a nine hundred ninety-nine thousand nine hundred ninety-nine dollar engagement ring.
2: That's exactly right.
0: Yes, in nine hundred ninety-nine thousand <laughs> months. <laughs> At this point, uh, how, how long is she going to put up with your ass before you drop the question? Know. I don't know. You don't know. You ain't not think it's a long drive home. You didn't think about that. I just won. I figure she'd stick around for a little while. <laughs> you can win another one, right? <laughs> you got two hundred k. Then you're like two more months. <laughs> 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 All right. Well, let's. Uh. So let's say, what else are you going to spend the money on besides the engagement room? Which will be awesome. Congratulations. <laughs> <laughs> In advance. <laughs> Brian New I predicted I, it, at day one. Keep going. I bought uh, I
3: boring stuff, bought some stocks and some investment stuff and
0: would you buy like movie quality Harry Potter stuff? Like cloaks and clothing and
3: yeah, get like a first edition Sorcerer's Stone Amazing. Book. That'd
0: be pretty fancy. Like a um, a movie quality. What are those brooms that they fly around on? <laughs> yeah. When it... Yeah, turn the thing on, James. You're a Harry Pot head. Turn the thing on. <laughs> you guys watch Harry Potter, Jake and Brian?
2: Absolutely not.
0: <laughs> I've no, never. <laughs> <laughs> Do you... you have Brian? <laughs> My wife. My wife's all about it. Yeah. The, I, I, I don't know. I mean, I, your buddy loves it. Yeah.
4: yeah. hey, that's that's cool. You know, everybody's got their thing.
0: What's your thing, Brian? What are you into? Tackle. Tackle? For sure. Yeah, well, we heard what you did with the catalog. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> apparently you're really into tackle.
4: Whenever you go in the bathroom and pick up the Bass Pro catalog, and the pages are stuck
0: together, <laughs> you know you're a tackle freak, aren't you? <laughs> all right, moving on. <laughs> hey, you guys were at like right, right before Mississippi. You guys had a bass meeting. Were you all three of you at it? Yes, oh, sir. Like freaking Real Housewives. Was it? Was it wild, Austin? <laughs> I had never been to one
3: of the meetings before. It's. I mean, I don't want to say nothing about it, but. Well, I, was there a lot of bitching? Oh yeah, like, the Real Housewives. Okay, okay. I mean, like, don't let the opens anglers in these meetings. Or <laughs> nobody will try to qualify anymore. <laughs> it seems like
0: every, wow, like, you guys, I thought you guys loved your job. I think this job's the best thing in the world. Everybody had something to complain about. Well, what like? It was a time to voice requests for change, wasn't it? Did you guys – did you request any change, Brian? No, I mean, because, like, I'm off
4: off day. That's one thing I'm big about is the off day.
0: You like it?
4: I love it. I think it's the best ever. You know, it it gives us, as fishermen, time to prepare our equipment, uh, fix shit broke. Okay. Uh, gives our body a break, but it also gives the fishery a break. And you hear these fishermen, and I'm not going to say any names, but you hear them say, well, you know, I need to be able to stay up with the fish every day. It's like, if you can't take a day off of the le- that lake, if you practice that like three days, take a day off, and then the tournament starts, if you can't figure out what those fish did, you don't need to be an elite series pro. But wow. that means- that being said, um, you know, a lot of people like it. A lot of people don't. I deal with it when we don't have it. I don't bitch about it. We well, can't keep on-
0: everybody happy. I mean, no matter what. Oh yeah, no. <laughs> it, it, like,
4: no. You know, it, that might make me happy, but it's not going to make a lot of other people happy. So,
0: do you guys like? Do you guys like the off day, Jake and Austin?
3: I came from FLW, so I'm just used to it. But I, I kind of like it just because. Gives you a day to rest up and make sure everything's in order as opposed to like Oahe, we had a day off Mississippi. We didn't. And you either get off the lake early from practice day three to make sure you get everything ready. And then you feel like you're behind the eight ball just because you're not out there when everybody else is, or you sit out there until dark. And then you're up till midnight, one in the morning, trying to rig tackle and you half ass everything, your boat's a mess and you just kinda
0: yeah, I roll mean, into the next morning. It's a catch forty four, Jake, like they say.
2: Yeah. I I honestly I had never had an off day, you know, prior to this year. So I mean I I didn't really, you know, I I didn't really know what to expect out of it. Um I I liked it just because I got to sleep in a little bit, like they say, you get to rest up a little bit, but I mean, as far as you know, the fishing wise, like it, it really didn't matter to me. Just because, like I say, I I'd never had an off day, so I was used to to the three days of practicing and immediately jumping into the tournament. So, um, I really don't have a say. So either way, whatever they want to do, I'll deal with it. So, it, but no, either way, to me, was fine.
0: I think on the off days, more anglers have a tendency to just get hella drunk. Is what happened.
2: <laughs> and I'll be <laughs> honest you with you
0: <laughs> what? But another thing about
2: the off day, like you get a lot of stuff a lot of times like I've noticed, like you get you get to thinking about stuff and you almost kind of, you know, for my myself personally, like I'll almost like, you know, lead myself down another rabbit hole instead of, you know, just thinking about stuff on the off day. Whereas when I don't have an off day, like I Know exactly what I'm gonna do and basically go do it the next day. I don't really have that time to sit there and dwell on what's going
0: on. Okay, so the the off day—that's a popular topic. But let's just say that there's a new rule in uh, in the Elite Series, and if you win Old Blue, like your two buds did, Jake, then mm-hmm. they get to change a rule. They yep. get the Elite Series champions get to change. A rule in the books, well, Austin, what are you changing? What's the rule? Dead fish penalty dead fish penalty interesting why
3: what it because you're time. double penalized for it, like you're getting a four ounce penalty. you already can't call a fish like and everybody's fishing this. We try our absolute darnest to freaking keep these fish alive, sure, and occasionally you just have one that passes away at St Lawrence. I had one pass away the first two days of the tournament when I managed to weigh 25 pounds both days. I like how you exactly. say pass away.
0: It's so respectful by the way, <laughs> instead of die.
3: So, so I, I had to hold on to this four and a half pounder. Both days I had to throw back a five pounder because I can't call that four and a half pounder. So I'm already taking a half pound penalty each day because of it. And now they're stacking an extra four ounces on each fish. So for I was getting the three quarters of a pound penalty for each fish and like
0: that's a lot i don't think that's a they, lot when I don't you think they need to
3: pen- i don't think they need to penalize you with weight when you already are forced to not call the fish like that's penalty enough
0: okay well or a compromise somewhere and i get it that's champion's choice right there how about you brian what's your choice of changing rules i mean i want to
4: say the same thing because i got knocked out of the top 10 at um gunnersville last year because of dead fish penalty but i mean i guess i gotta go with something else but uh (laughs) braylon oh you know she's over there screaming about something (laughs) Um,
0: that sounds right that sounds right like a new (laughs) for sure yeah
4: (laughs) i want to go with something different but i really can't think of it i like no info deal i like um you know, pretty much all the rules. I think they're in place. They're they're good. Oh, I I got one. So the uh you know, I'm not a hater of the A rig, but I'm kinda glad that we can't use it just because it's so freaking aggravating Okay. And it takes space in your boat. I made a lot of money over on it over the years, you know, in, in coast of mm. stuff. But um I wish we could throw the double fluke in a front mm-hmm. up run- top water.
0: Gotcha. Okay.
4: Uh, I was just going to say the same thing. The old about donkey your, rig,
2: yeah, the double fluke rig, especially here, you know, in the Carolinas, is uh, man, it's an awesome way to catch fish. And sometimes where you know the single fluke, you know, it gets bit, but sometimes the double fluke is an uh, amazing
0: smallmouth. Yes, yes, to. for I mean, sure, that's something else. Hey, um, I'm gonna like we can buzz in by show of hands on this question between the three of you, but I'm curious to get your opinions as professional anglers on this. And, and it's come to light uh, recently that there's been some some cheating in another league. And, <laughs> I mean, flat out, w- 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 it's come to it's light. It's a verb now. It's <laughs> <I> That <definitely laughs> it, made it a verb. It, it, he did make it a, <laughs> a verb. He did. He, he, he did make it a verb. That's right. In 80 foot of water, he did one. <laughs> but but <laughs> That's talent, buddy. That's AOI talent. You know what I mean? That's my mm-hmm. pal. That's my pal. But I, what, what I'm saying is, like, I really want to know your guys' opinion on this. That's another league. Do you think there's cheating that goes on in the Elite Series? Oh, go ahead. That question is, do you think there's cheating that goes on in the Elite Series, brand new?
4: To some extent. I mean, maybe not straight up, you know, fish in a basket, calling getting waypoints, But I'm sure. I'm sure it happens everywhere.
0: Okay. Well so for the bass fishing fan out there, Jake Whittaker, give an example of maybe how someone may bend the rules that you've seen.
2: Oh gosh. Um
0: are not necessarily seen, are are heard of. I don't want to say you know that what I mean like
2: how did Yeah. I mean just like Brian said, like I, I don't think anybody you know, I, and I hope anybody is not, you know, blatantly, you know, calling somebody or getting getting spots or locations or, you know, certain baits or techniques from, you know, from certain people. But I, I definitely think that inadvertently, you know, sometimes people may, you know, and I'm not even going to say they break the rules, but probably – breaking a little code of conduct, the angler code of conduct sometimes. Um oh. like I, I think I think sometimes that <laughs> yeah, uh, you know with... like
3: wardrobe? No. Well
2: that yeah <laughs> <laughs> that could <that>, that... <laughs> <laughs> okay. I don't I don't think he'll do that again. I don't think he'll do that again. But uh um, not after his fine I don't think. Yeah. <laughs> um you know I, I just think that sometimes that you know, the way people sometimes act on the water is, you know, they're not necessarily cheating, but it's not the right thing to do as well.
0: Okay. Uh, okay. And then and then what you're talking about is not necessarily that that wardrobe malfunction thing. You're talking no, about no, code I, of I, ethics no. is what you're no. you're referring to. And, right. And, I mean, and let's while we're talking about that, let's just say that like isn't like someone blatantly getting busted getting information and someone also snagging fish um, way worse for the sport than anybody fishing in their underwear? Like, isn't that like... Well, oh, it's nice. night and day. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah, for sure. I mean, whatever. What, what's, so what about you? What's your opinion on that? I, I Like, I don't see... In other words, I don't think there's a lot of it that goes on of bending the rules in the Elite Series, Austin. What do you think about that? I mean...
3: Uh, I mean, I think there's a decent number of guys who, like, try to stretch them to their as close to their breaking point or as close to the gray area as they can, Um, but as far as what we've seen recently, as far as blatantly telling somebody that there isn't enough limits or trying to get people to get in the boat with you and show you waypoints or snagging fish on live, that's... That's. I mean, you can't lie. The camera doesn't lie. You can't. You can't even argue against it as much as individuals might try to. Um.
0: But yeah. What's your What's your If you were king of bass fishing, Austin Felix, get this, Mm -hmm. Brian, get this, Jake. He is now king of bass fishing. Mm -hmm. Okay. What I do? Yeah. What's the penalty for cheating? Penalty for cheating in a bass tournament. Um. Well, uh, to be honest with you,
3: I would probably at the very least disqual- disqualify the angler for the next event. As far as I know, if that angler had like corporate sponsorship through the through the tournament circuit, I'd probably try to move those on to somebody else, say. Oh right. um So it's gotta hurt. It's
0: gotta sting.
3: Yeah. The way it turned out this week, all they did was like slap him on the back and there's no future consequences for the individual and it's uh it was bullshit to be honest with you. Um like there are guys like Dakota E Bear, who's from Texas, who's fishes everything, has been absolutely smashing him trying to make his way up in this place. Like I think he'd be a great person. I think he just won MLF Sportsmanship Award. Like I can't think of a better person to give some extra publicity and extra sponsorship to if
0: MLF yeah. wanted to. Channel the money. In other words. There's, I don't think there's I don't think there's some that's something I take very seriously. And that's that's cheating and bass fishing. I mean, even when it happened around here on a local level in instances and especially to a bass fishing fan um, on a professional level. That's like, I don't know, that's cut off hand type stuff. That's Game of Thrones shit
3: right there. Yeah, you're stealing from everybody that you're fishing against. And I call the majority of the guys I fish against friends. And yeah, Well, I've know. never met anybody that likes a cheater. Yeah. So,
2: you know, whether, you know, whatever sponsorship wise, whatever happens, that's fine with me. But it's just like Austin said. You know, I, I you know have a lot of respect for the people that I fish against, and I hope they have a lot of respect for me. And if I if I ever got in a spot where I thought that they didn't have any respect for me, then I don't know that I could
0: continue doing. <laughs> well, doing yeah, this. exactly. You guys are proper bassing men. That, that's how that's, do you <laughs> show your face at the next? Yeah, day?
3: yeah, exactly,
0: exactly.
4: In that colon. I'm going redneck. Like you steal from me, you're going to pay. <laughs> Look, out back, and you're going to pay for it. And like I don't think you ever fish again.
0: Yeah, you They're going to choke the pressure cleaner, aren't they?
4: Yeah, yeah. I, they're going to get the granite scrub. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: and, oh, jeez.
4: And you never fish again because, in the public eye. In the sponsor's eyes, the non-indifference that are in this sport that are looking in that really don't know a lot about it, you're giving it a bad look. You're making – when one's a cheater and somebody's looking from the outside, it looks like everybody's a cheater, you know, potentially.
0: Yeah, it's horrible. It's a horrible you know, look- thing. Hey, all right, enough of this bullshit. Enough of the cheating BS and everything. Austin, what uh, derb is Whitaker going to win next year? Oh, Lord. <laughs> the schedule's out. Uh- I mean if we go like close to home
3: Murray or Santee would be my guess. Okay. Yeah, what do you think about that, Jake? I don't yeah, man, I I don't know about
2: Santee. Murray Murray could be good. Murray could be really good, but I I think myself more thrives in a Sabine River top situation where it's tough. Don't have to catch a bunch of weight every day. Um You know, and just looking back on the, you know, past years of my career, the best year that I had was the COVID year when we fished, you know, several tournaments in the fall. Yeah. When you know, fishing's not, fishing wasn't great. Um, You kind of had to, nobody had, you know, a lot of, a lot of guys in the fall, they're deer hunting. They're not fishing. So I, I tend to fish all year round and you know, the fall can still be, you know, can be a great time to fish, but it's also a difficult time to fish. So um, I feel like I, I just, I, I do better when it's, you know, a little tougher conditions, you know, a little lower weight Okay. Top
0: tournaments. I gotcha. All right. So you're going to, you're going to do well on Murray. That'd be great. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you think, you think one of these guys is going to win a derb next year? I'm putting you on the spot right mm-hmm. now,
2: Jay. You think Dude, they
0: have a chance to
2: win any Derby of the year. I mean, I'm just being me. straight up. They have a chance. Any of the, you know, Austin and, and Brian both, whenever they put their boat in the water, they have a chance to win. And I don't care where we're at.
0: Yeah, there are, are they're complete mallets. The hammer yep. hammer is no longer a term in bass fishing. You are now ma- you're now mallets. Yep. Yeah, as as you know. And it's periscope not forward facing that has been eliminated. <laughs> it's periscopes as well <laughs> you guys like the schedule you you like it brian <clears throat> i love it yeah? i love it i'm on
4: bed at murray and i'm gonna shake jake's hand when he finished second <laughs> 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 so, I, I'm saying I, i'm gonna win by any means but to win on the lake and it's hard to call it my home lake because lake is truly my home lake i've only lived at murray for a year now and uh but to win in my hometown because i know it, literally everybody here um that would be
3: pretty special i mean yeah. uh, well, well then who's gonna win on seminole
0: <laughs> yeah for real <laughs> <laughs> who's gonna win santee you had enough of this yeah, guy uh, Austin? okay
3: there <laughs> we go he just wants to win everything
0: is he always talking is he just always talking
4: I'll take those three and y'all split up the rest.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like a fair roomy deal, don't it?
3: <laughs> yeah, yeah, sure. <laughs> oh,
0: goodness. Hey, I want to talk some Harry Potter stuff with, uh, with Austin, but before you guys uh, slide out of here, anything you want to say uh, to, to, your, to your buddy, Jake and, and Brian? Jake, you go first. What do you want to say to, to Austin before you get the hell out of here?
2: Yeah, man, I, you know, just, and I've already told him this, but, and, you know, a, a awesome tournament at Hawaii, man, that was cool to watch. It's, uh, you know, you've helped me, you know, do some, learn some few things this year and, uh, I appreciate, uh, you know, being a good friend and, uh, you know, I'm looking forward to next year, dude.
0: There it is. The learning process continues. Two chance. Yeah.
4: No doubt. Same feel like he took me to Smallmouth university and,
0: uh, <laughs> <laughs> small he, uh, mouth you
4: he he. Uh, no doubt I mean he taught me a lot and, and it, I don't know it's weird it's like now that I know what I do because of Felix it's like really it was this easy all along
0: <laughs> <laughs> wow he's an aficionado
4: it, it's been a it's been a very fun year it's gonna be a fun next year and, and we you know me and Me and Felix kind of ended the year together last year after, uh, I decided to part ways where I was at. And, um, yeah, I mean, it's, uh, you know, we fished around each other in FLW. I was a co-angler and, uh, didn't really know each other. We, we were around each other, but we didn't really know each other until last year. And my old lady and his old lady are like besties now. They're
0: always together. Every bass event (laughs) I go to, those two are like peas in the pods. (laughs)
4: Very dangerous. They're trouble, <laughs> but they are trouble
0: with a capital Uble.
4: I'm looking to the off season, and I'm you know we're probably going to come up and go ice fishing and go snowboarding,
0: and then we're going to go to Florida. There you go. Ah, that sounds like a time. Yeah. Well,
4: yeah. no, I you know thank you for teaching me what you have, uh, <laughs> but uh, that blue truck is pretty good, and they
0: are pretty heavy. Looks. Good. I want to hold. Looks good next to him. Hey, you guys are both oh, amazing, Jake Whittaker and Brian New. And uh, I mean, best of luck to you guys, and thanks for coming on the show. Well, we 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 appreciate you guys. And Jake, hurry up and win. So, yes, so, that's so, the plan. So we that can have a whole a whole feature guest. Wouldn't that be Austin? <laughs> That'd be uh, amazing, Makes amazing. Matter of time. Yeah, <laughs> get him out there. I'm going to call it right now. Okay, go we'll ahead. It,
4: like I would say. My three best friends on the elites are Felix, Jake, and Schmidty. Well, yeah. Felix won. Schmidty won. Jake's mm-hmm. gonna win Okeechobee. Oh gosh! Wow! <laughs> <laughs> and I'm gonna shoot for. I want to say Seminole, but I might just wait till Loud and Delico.
0: Okay, mm-hmm. you're a regular Nostradamus, aren't you, Brian? Yep. Well, yep. I predicted it once. Maybe it'll work again. Do you have Biff Sports Almanac or something? <laughs> <laughs>
3: Back to
0: the future. <laughs> hey, Bass Galaxy, give it up for Jake Whittaker and Brian New. They're Thank roomies. Guys, They're roomies it. of your Lake Oahu champ. Thanks, guys. Guys, thanks. Hey, Jake, best of luck.
2: Best thanks, of luck bro- with the Bambino. I appreciate
0: it. I appreciate it. Yeah, for sure, bud. For sure. Hey, thanks again, guys.
4: I'm going to go stroking now.
0: Okay. My- <laughs> <Gosh>. <laughs> I'll bet you are. I'll bet you are.
3: Hey, Braylon's in the other room, bud. Yeah.
0: <laughs> hey, I'll see you in December. I'm heading out your way uh, towards the, the Berkeley uh, plant. I'll see you, Brian.
4: Sounds good, bud.
0: Yeah, we'll go do some bassing, bud, and get in trouble.
4: See ya.
0: Yeah, there it is. Jake Whitaker and Brian New, Bassmaster Elite guys. That's right. There it is. Give it up, Bass Galaxy. Heck yeah. <laughs> I like that. Gingy, that was kind of like a half ass clap that they gave. <laughs> How you feeling back there, Gingy? You just rolled your eyes. Is everything okay? Oh, okay. You got, am I blinding you by the light? Woke up like a douche rag in the roller of the night? Yeah. Is that what it is? All right. Let's talk Harry Pothead. You want to talk Harry Potter? Sure. You want to? Uh, you're a big Harry Potter fan. And I got to be honest with you. I like Harry Potter, but I only know Harry Potter. I've seen every movie. And mm-hmm. I've, I've seen it with because with my daughter, basically. So I kind of like... It's by osmosis. Sometimes I wasn't always paying attention. You know what I mean? So, uh, but I want to... Gingy, you got any Harry Potter back there? Yes. Now I feel in the mood. This is like the metal version mm-hmm. of Harry Potter. Could you play this on guitar, Austin?
3: I can't play a musical instrument to save my life.
0: What if you had to save your life? What musical instrument would you end up playing? I'd probably... A uh, triangle. Triangle, because you could pick it up right away and just be really good at it. Good choice. That's a. Champion. I could
3: be proficient.
0: Yeah, that's a champion's choice. The champion's choice. So you have listed in your Bassin bio, right? <laughs> <laughs> uh, in your Bassin bio, is one of your your uh, your life heroes. Okay, is uh is uh old old Dumbledore. Wolfric. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Albus. Yeah. Percival. Yes, Wolfric. Sir? Yeah. Brian. Yeah. Dumbledore. Dumbledore. Yeah. All those names. He's that's that's very distinguished. And that's a life hero. Why is that a life hero? Because he's brilliant. Yeah, well he is brilliant. That's a great answer. Uh, well, how do you resemble him? Are you brilliant? Oh, I don't think so. No, oh, you're a smart guy. I think you're pretty yeah. smart. So
3: He's got a lifetime of knowledge and experience in his corner. And he's like 140 years old.
0: Yeah. Yeah. He, uh, I mean, he lived to be forever. Like, I think, I mean, what, 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 he was, was he 140? I don't know exactly. I know he was very old. When he passed away, mm-hmm. like a bass, not died. Mm-hmm. I like how you say that. So you're, I mean, you list him as one of your life influences, but you compare yourself to, to, uh, to Dolby.
3: Oh, Dolby's just my favorite character.
0: Okay. Well, Dolby, Dolby's kind of a softy. Are you a softy? Uh, I mean that in a good way. I mean that in a good way. He has a good heart. Dolby has, well, you know, he He starts out where he wants to just like like do bad things to Harry and then he then they become buds, you know.
3: I mean, he wasn't trying to do bad things. He was it was all meant to save Harry like well, he's got he's got a good heart and would do absolutely anything for his friends, even torture himself. Wow. Even for people who aren't his friends as it starts out with like he barely knows Harry Potter and he, To start with, and he goes and essentially mourns him and is forced to torture himself to do it.
0: Wow. So, uh, a real
3: martyr. Oh, yeah. He's the... He's incredible. Yeah.
0: He's like... I mean... He has the loyalty of, like, a golden retriever. (laughs) (laughs) And sacrifice. An example of sacrifice. Mm -hmm. You know? I mean, shit. Like... Bass fishermen sacrifice all the time, ain't it? I mean, we sacrifice our time. Your time, dude. I mean, if you don't put it in,
3: you ain't getting it out. I feel like most of us love it so much, though it's not really a sacrifice. I think, like, the people around us have to sacrifice because of what we do a lot more than we have to sacrifice for what we're doing. Well
0: put. Well put. Long
3: hours and whatnot. but
0: Yeah. I'm um, not,
3: I'm away from home, but I'm doing what I love to do. Or Aletha somehow manages to spend two, three months away well, with me away from home and doesn't complain about it. So
0: she's having a good time too. You guys are like rock stars. She's. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, she's a good
3: one. She's independent enough that she can handle me being on the road
0: and is just awesome that she can handle it for one more month <laughs> 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 so minnesota people have those wolfric tendencies don't they i mean you know what i mean like the of wolf no. of wolf no oh like oh, that competitive nature that that nomadic hunting I don't know. I see a lot of Minnesota anglers have that quality. Yeah, we're a hardy bunch. Yeah, for real. You got to be, though,
3: when you're cold AF for half the year.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Stuck inside, doing nothing but thinking about bass fishing and Topanga (laughs) for the whole winter.
3: Yeah, that's the best thing about this job is I get to leave after New Year's and head for Florida or leave everybody at home. A couple of years ago, when we had that Texas freeze and the whole country like shut down for a week, I think in the middle of that deal, it was 74 below zero here. Yikes. And I was down in Florida when it happened. It was like 55 and I was
0: this is miserable. <laughs> <laughs> hey, sleepy assassin. Guess mm-hmm. what? Guess what? I had a good yeah. time tonight. Me too. Yeah, this was fun, man. And thank you for for giving us uh, a little Austin Felix uh, history lesson and getting to know you a little bit better. Yeah, I like the yeah. casual
3: fun we're having.
0: Yeah, me too, man. We got to do this stuff again. Hurry up and win another derb. And and also, like all- so so cool that you're giving away a jersey tonight. Like that's insane, bud. That is so amazing for 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 fans of you and viewers uh, and listeners uh, a stray cast man. I mean, pretty cool, pretty cool prize pack. So, I mean, heck yeah. yeah!
3: It'll be. I got. I usually get three or four at the beginning of the season, so it'll be one that I. War this
0: year we'll just send it out Hex yeah well, well jingy you want you want did you send it over to him or are you getting it to him all right you have the text now what do you want like you want some you want a drum roll austin you want medieval music like you, medieval fanfare can you do like a british voice or something or like a harry potter <laughs> voice or something with medieval fan like a hear ye, he, hear ye he?
3: I don't think I can. Come on do that. already! What the I heck is it wrong would with just you? Insult English people or British people? They don't even—they're li-
0: not even listening right now. They uh, probably are. Yeah, well, yeah and I it, just won that trophy. Yeah, that's true. We're huge in England, by the yeah. way. I know Jagger's listening. What time is it in England? I don't know. It's like forty o'clock. It's beer thirty or something. Yeah, they're. It's five o'clock somewhere. It's t- time for tea. I don't know.
3: So wait. So I'm supposed to like look on my phone and do this? Yeah. Or?
0: You're the. You're, oh. Yeah. You're giving the. You're announcing yeah, the prize, and then we want to know if you want a drum roll or if you want like medieval I think fanfare. So let's,
3: let's just go with the drum roll. That sounds. You can handle that one. Okay. I think I
0: can. Bass Galaxy, the winner of the Austin Felix signed <laughs> <clears throat> jersey is.
3: I don't hear a drum roll. We do it again.
0: What the heck? You didn't hear that? Go ahead. Oh, there There it is. Yeah. Uh, the winner is Jared Calloway. Jared Calloway. Wow. Come on down. Jared Calloway, you won an Austin Felix signed Bassin tournament derb jersey. Mm -hmm. And, uh you're going to get big bucks on ebay for it someday so hold (laughs) on to that thing when austin wins some more tournaments hey dude thank you thank you so much uh for your support of this show and it's always fun to see you out on the uh, trail to happy destiny when i run into you bud
3: i appreciate it hopefully i can get on here again quick maybe one of my roommates will win one and i can do the Razzing,
0: yeah, for, or yeah, yeah. You just come out swinging. You know what I mean? Yeah,
3: yeah. Or we need more Ma- Minnesota Mafia guys. Or Pete Fighter needs to come on here. We need people
0: around. You just let me know. I'm free. I appreciate that. You have an open invite here. Anytime, give it up for your Hawaii Champion Bass Nation. It's Austin Felix. Let me say it t- again one more time. Bass Nation Elite Series Champion. Austin Felix. you believe that shit? Uh, Yeah, Buffett there. Buffett, baby. That's what I'm saying. Thanks, bud. Thank you, sir. Peace. Take care of yourself. I'll see you soon. Bye. Later. That's the dude right there. Champion. Gingy, taking care of business, aren't we? It's always a marathon here on Straight Cast. Glorified version of a Bassin' talk show. I'm telling you. What do we got to do still, Ging? Two giveaways. Two giveaways. Let's get to it. Let's bust a move. Right. Shopping at the mall looking for some gear to buy. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, line and lure. Say, say. Line and lure. Uh, Line and lure. Giveaway. Yep. You give it away. Go uh, ahead. I got it. Yeah, go ahead. You do this stuff. Let uh, me take a break or something. Crying out bejeebies. <laughs> Tim Schultz. Tim Schultz. Yes. Tim Schultz, you won the line and lure, line and lure pack. Yes. Courtesy of Isaac. Over at Line and Lure. And Line and Lure, it's not just for spraying on your uh, on your reels. But it, it does help. Does everything. And it does everything. I, seriously <laughs> it works in the shower. Don't spray it on the floor, but spray it on the walls, and then you ain't gotta clean it as much. It's a true story. <laughs> that is real true. That's true, man. What else are we giving away, Ginger? Yo, We're generous as hell. Yeah. Luke Foley, tin cup, swag pack. Wait a minute. A tin cup whiskey whiskey with a whiskey. Yes. Whiskey. All of that. Whiskey swag pack, which contains good stuff. And what is it, Ginge? What is it? What's the price? Winner, Dave King. Dave King, you win. You won tin cup whiskey. Magic happens. I'm the glorified version of the Bass and Talk Show. Ginge, it's amazing. Sorry, I was looking at the wrong camera. So I was looking like this side. I was like profile yeah, the whole time. Not what you were looking at. I was just looking at like profile the whole time, yeah. checking out my uh, my Zoolander Magnum side yeah, pretty much. the entire time, and all that. What and time? then I gave him Blue Steel, you and then they were like, "Can't oh my turn God. left, man. This guy's a freak." I was where well, I was actually left. I was left. You were staged. well. It's the monitor. It's the monitor, because I thought it, there was oh, giant yeah. Austin Felix. That's why I was helping you out. I know, but there was giant Austin Felix in there, and then small Austin Felix on this side. So I just, I don't know. We straightened it out, right? Yeah. Yep, it's all uh, good. Want to sail away, Jinch? Yep, let's go. Want to sail away on the road to somewhere, in the river to nowhere? Oh. We're on the road to somewhere, come on inside, Omnia Fishing Are you going to sign up? You can't You're not eligible Can't do it But if you were not I you I read the rules Just to make if, sure <laughs> If you were not you what, what would you sign up for it? Uh, yeah I'd If you were somebody else That's how yeah. yeah If you were somebody else You'd sign up for I a shopping spree With to. Seth Fighter And get a bunch of Sim stuff And 10K and Omnia stuff And Pistol Pete's going to yeah. Going to take you by the hand And show you where cool shit is You can yep. do that? I would Yeah Jin, do you ever power pull down for pleasure? Yeah. I do Yep. All the time. Megan loves that, don't she? <laughs> I can tell you. She's a flipper. Yeah. Gench, hey, I love my crest line. My XF-1899 is so beat up, you know why? Because I use it all the freaking time. As it was supposed to be. Yeah. I'm so happy about Abu Garcia and Berkeley. I've been using Berkeley since I was a little kid, man. I know you have too, dude. I was like not nah, that we're just regular freaks, bassin' heads, but it's something we've been using Forever. since we were little boys, and it's pretty cool. How they back a show that we could have only dreamed about when we were kids. Mr. Ichikawa, thank you um, for answering my question about the um, the frog hooks. We need Nanu, dub, Nanu, Nanu, work from work. Nano frog hooks. Yes. We do that. We need that. Uh, tin Cup Whiskey. Thanks, Luke Foley. Thanks, uh, Courtney. And, of course, thank you, Tin Cup Whiskey, for your support of this show. Alpha Angler, if you ain't on that Zilla and that rebound, you ain't on it. I don't know what else to say. You got some of them Vaders coming, ain't it, Change? Yeah. Yeah. Steve I'm said. For that. I talked to Steve today. He said about a week. You'll have your Vaders. Those are. Uh... Yeah. Yeah. I got some six ten custom rebounds ordered. Yeah. Six ten custom rebounds? Yes. I'm excited. Uh, Patterson and John Cox are hanging out doing Sim stuff. I saw that. Yeah. What are they doing? I don't know. Patterson's like. Sim stuff. He's yeah, he's looking do- for his graph. It was yeah, gone. he's looking. Yeah, he's a graph. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure it's in John's truck somewhere. It's and in Florida, man. God only knows where that is. <laughs> Half a spot official, if you haven't signed up to win a fishing trip anywhere in the world with us, you're dumb. I don't know how else to put it. I love Brevarney Swim Jigs. I was just in the land of Brevarney in Wisconsin. Dan Brevarney is president of Wisconsin, actually, <laughs> in case nobody knew. Brad Zellers is mayor of Indiana, it's and real. he makes those uh, big dude uh, heads, you know, for the tubies. He makes the itchy, wacky styles. He makes the net heads. And uh, I've been sampling the old Biffletoe toe uh, swing head that he's making, and I love it. I absolutely love it. Amphibia eye gear we throw shade with Amphibia. Jeez. Ginge, did I get everybody? We did. We did. We did. We did this. And uh, don't forget, kalsagbass.com. That's right. We did it, Ginge. I don't know if we're going to do... Oh, yeah, I think I got something cooked up for next week because I rescheduled uh, Schmitty for the following week because he starts Chesapeake. They got the Chesapeake next Thursday for the Opens. Place where Aaron won, remember? Yeah. So we'll get Schmitty on next week. What do You want to get JT Kenny on? Would that be fun? You want to mess around with JT Kenny? They might be at the Millilax, though. Oh, yeah, that's right. Well, let's see what he's doing. He's not not like he's competing or anything. He's just talking. Yeah, he's just talking. All he's doing is talking. He might have to say this, voice. Let's get him all sauced up (laughs) so he does really crappy the next day. I don't know. Like we did to Takumi Ito. We, got, we had Takumi do shotguns at Malax. It was crazy. These Pistol Pete's knife, and then Caleb Summerall has the eyes of a wolf because he's nuts, and he made him do shotguns, Ginge. Should I just keep talking for another hour because no, I can talk? I can talk. I got you. I'm a talker. Bass Galaxy, I love you. Don't go changing. We'll see you next week right here, same bass time, same bass channel. Until then, I bid you peace. My peace, I bid you. I'm (laughs) I'm pulling the power poles up. I'm juggling. Peace. Love you. Thank you, everyone. Hello, everybody. I'm Bill Dance. No, just kidding. This is Pat. If you like what you heard, please subscribe to StrayCast on iTunes and leave a review. Tell us what you think. Any feedback is greatly appreciated. Thanks for listening. Peace.